saw you so soon you'll take me up in your arms too late to be we took it all we brought them to our land an endless night ember hot and icy cold the rage of the earth we made this curse carved it in the blood on our backs we did not see we could not, but she did. And in the end, what will I become? Senwa Saga, Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass.
for another special edition of the Michael Deacon program. My goodness, here we are live and direct yet again, boys and girls. Holy shit. It's actually happening in real time. And of course, I am joined by my partner in crime, the one and only Mr. Mike Hideous. How are you? Good evening, Mr. Deacon. I'm fantastic. I hope you are too, even though you didn't ask me, but I'm already answering that for you. Thank you. How are you, sir? As I said before, I, um, I'm here from the future, and I am doing well, as always. And Mike, Amazing. We're here. Yes, amazing. We're here live, Mike. Yes, and, and might I add, uh, Echo and the Bunny Man, Killing Moon, right? Yeah, did you like that? Oh, I'm a big, big Bunny Man fan myself. Really? Yeah, yeah. I used to spin it all the time when I was a DJ. Wow. I had, well had done, no Michael. idea. What do you mean, well done? I mean, it was a good tune. What does that mean? Tune. What do you mean? I can't pick out a good tune? What are <laughs> no, you trying to you say? Sh- usually you do. By the way, I still love that 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 the electronic industrial jam that you opened up, I think, the last uh-huh. show we did. Really dig that, that song. Very lot, nice. Right? Uh, you know, again, I'm so glad you're here, Mike. I mean, this is the Thursday night slow jam edition of the program. So, you know. Each moment we. We're taking requests, Mike. This is a love show tonight. Like let me let me turn down the lights and start making out with myself. Yes, we are gonna lay down um, lay down some women here tonight, Mike. All right. We're gonna be laying down uh, some cheeks here. Getting some Barry White. Yes, we are in a very uh, romantic mood here this evening. Uh, gonna lay you all down here by the fire and uh, have our way with you. Play with our bean bags. Uh, yes, play with our bean bags. <laughs> Hello to Edwin out there. Hello to Edwin. Hello to uh, Asuka, Doctor uh, Detroit. Doctor Detroit. All of all, all of the amazing folks are out there again, Mike. And Stephen. All the wild folks are out there again. I like that, Mike. Yeah. Yeah, they're all rambunctious. I, you know, I appreciate that. I like the um, energy they bring to the room. I could feel it from here. Their lips like sugar. Lips like sugar. You know, speaking of which, so, Mike, I, I forgot to mention, now that you um, mentioned, uh, you know, the, the early songs that we're referring to here, you know, you said Echo and the Bunny Men, and actually they're going to be playing out um, out in uh, Huntington Beach, by the way, not too far. Well, kind of far from where I am. But oh, cool. Yeah, the uh, Darker Waves concert, by the way, on, on Saturday. You know, oh, I wish I could go that. There's New a lot Order. of great bands that are playing for, yeah, New Order, right? Tears for Fear, oh. yeah, the beep. You know, everyone's there. I, I love all those bands. Echo I and really the Bunny do. Man will be there. Echo. Yep. Te- would you say Tears for Fears too? Tears for Fears, yes. They uh, will be here in that, and in, in here in California, Southern California, in that area. And, you know, I wish I could have uh, gone, Mike. And, and I was thinking about going. I, I really wanted to buy tickets, but as soon as that thing, even, even when that thing uh, came on, uh, it sold out right away, by the way. That's sold amazing. Out immediately. That's amazing. And it's just a one night show, a one day show. I think there is a, I think, I think they're, it's like a three day sort of event, by the way. And they sold out that quick. They sold out pretty damn fast. I was hot diggity. I was uh, stunned by that, by the way. Now it's in the uh, chat room. There is the 
the flyer of the event, Mike. I'm, I'm not sure if you can uh, see that. Humanly, the psychedelic furs, uh, violent femme, soft cell, Devo, Clan of Zymox, London After Midnight, The Chameleons, TSOL, uh, who else? 45 Grave, Skeletal Family. Oh, my God. Christian Death. Christian Death, a band, a band that you actually randomly brought up during the program once. A band I nearly killed in my van one day. Really? <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. I killed, almost killed them and Switchblade <laughs> Symphony in my van. We almost had an uh, accident. Wow. I never knew wow. that, Mike. What a great show. And they sold out that quick. They sold out, they sold out fast, by the way. Uh. But... You know, my friends wanted to go, and they, they're like saying, you know, we don't have tickets, but we could still go out there since it is out on the beach. You know, you could walk around on the side there and uh, still listen. Oh, I'm man. thinking, you know, I might do that, actually. Might as well. I've seen, I've seen the B-52s. I've seen the Psychedelic Furs. I've seen Devo. Um, I've seen a lot of these bands. Really? Uh, You've seen all these bands yeah. already? A few of them. Not all, not all yeah. of them. I've seen a few of them. I never saw Echo and the Buddy Man. Never saw Tears for Fears. By the way, Tears for Fears, first album. Every song on the album. Hit. I really um, wish I could attend, Mike. I, I, I ran into Clan of Zymox on the street, on Avenue A in New York City one day. Very uh, nice. Goodness. She Wants Revenge. That, they're from New York City. They're from, in fact, they're a big-time uh, Joy Division ripoff band, in my personal opinion. Oh, sorry. I'll... I'll put that back up on there for you uh, and let everyone else see that. But yeah, that's going down. If you are out here in Southern California and you happen to be lucky enough to buy tickets, um, I, we are very jealous of you, by the way. Indeed. Super jealous of you. I really wish I could attend, but again, I'll be probably outside of, uh, outside of all the festivities, but I'll still be able to hear since uh, it, it'll, it'll be outdoors, Mike. And again, why not get a get a little buzz going and go and listen to music out there? So cool. I'm jealous. I wish I could go to that concert. Mike, I um, will try to go there. I'm going to try to go, and uh, maybe I'll hop the fence, Mike. <laughs> maybe I'll do what uh, I'm told I'm good at and jump a fence, Mike. Jump a fence. Jump a fence. You criminal. We're going to hop a fence. We're going to hop the wall. My cat has to lay all over my notes. Come on, cat, man. Come what do you mean? On. What what happened? The cat is on the on the notes. Jeez. Right in front of me, in front of the computer. Really? Like practically, yeah, practically on the on the keyboard, messing up all my notes. Oh. Bastard. <laughs> She's so cute though. I can't be mad at her. They're all cute, aren't they? Until they uh, ruin the house and they start taking <laughs> over, and then you start having to pay now, for this and that. My little girl's good. She's good. Her and her brother are good. That's good, Mike. I'm glad you have some joy in your life. Oh, very little. That's the only thing that brings joy to my life is 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 my pets. Your, uh, I was gonna say your pet something, but we'll keep my it. Yeah, we'll keep my, it. You know, we'll keep it PG here. PG PG tonight. Okay, PG right, PG. Can. Yes, uh, relax there, kitty. Mike. Yeah, your kitty. There we go. <laughs> my goodness, Mike. I'm glad you're <sighs> here though, and. Again, there, there's so much to uh, talk about with to you and uh, to everyone else out there. I'm glad, you know, it's almost the end of the year. I'm tired, by the way. I want the year to end. Yeah, me too. In fact, I, I could not ask for a year to go by quicker than for 2024. I, I just want it to get, I want it to be November now. I want it to be like six months from now. 
Okay. <laughs> yeah, I, I just want uh, I, I just want this year to be over with already. I, I am tired of the year 2023. I'm not sure if you feel the same way, but this year has been uh, awful, Mike. And of course, we do have Celebrity Death Pool coming up here pretty soon. That's right. Goodness, my, I better start getting my list together. You better start getting ready, Mike. Start doing your homework. We have Celebrity Death Pool yet again, folks, and it's going to be a great one. You know, we've been hoping for lots of celebrities. Um, we've been wishing and hoping for their downfall, and sometimes you get a bonus. <laughs> sometimes that even happens, and that's what we really hope for. At least that's what I'm hoping for. And, Mike, you know, there's uh, the haters out there, by the way, the the stalkers, per se. There's a lot of gang stalkers out there, Mike, that I get. And, you know, they call in to this program uh, late at night thinking I'm going to answer the phone. They're that retarded. That's interesting. Yeah, I mean, they're calling into a uh, they're calling into a program like a software. They're calling into uh, into the interwebs, basically. That shit's not connected to me. Hmm. So I'm thinking, why do these people call at uh, inappropriate hours, thinking it's going to like bother me uh, in any in they, any regards? How retarded! I, I I could only think or imagine that they think uh, they're calling like. A, a home number or a home you, number you know? yeah they're that dumb as a matter of fact i do like peter Schilling. <laughs> but yeah peter Schilling. we do like peter Schilling, no doubt uh dublin says can't stand ozzy you know ozzy is another guy that we do have on our celebrity death pool list who i feel might be checking out rather sooner than later mike you know he's more coherent than the so-called president corpse really you think yeah. so absolutely mm, well you know i i don't know I could definitely say yes. I mean, I don't disagree with you, uh, by the way. I'm just saying, uh, I don't know. I don't know. But uh, maybe, Mike, maybe you're on to <laughs> something. Maybe you're on to something. I don't know. Our, our president is embarrassment. He's Ozzie a lot of things. better than he does. Oh, my goodness. Let's let's see Ozzy right now. What is he looking like right now? Ozzy Osbourne. Um, he's doing a lot of things with the family. I do know that. That's That's nice. Oh, what is he like? Ninety now? He's he's up there. He's got to be pushing eighty. He's actually seventy-four years young. Seventy-four, so he's about three years younger than uh, Mick Jagger. Right, and Mick Jagger is not even human. <laughs> he's like from something else. I, I don't know. He's he's well, a strange Lord, one. Lord knows how old Keith Richards is and how many blood transfusions he's had. I know, right? How many? Too many to count, and here, Mike, look, this is uh, our boy, Ozzy Osbourne. This is much more recent, by the way. Wow. Yeah, he's, he's pushing it, man. He's you know what? Good for him. Good for him. We do like Ozzy, though, even though he is on it's the list. Ni it's nice to see a man that reaches, you know, an older age, gentleman, gentleman's age, having done all the historic things a man such as Ozzy in the rock and roll business has done. I agree. I agree. I'm glad he's alive and well. I'm glad he's not dead. That's for sure. I yeah. would really hate for this guy to uh, die. You know, we, uh, a lot of us, you know, grew up watching this guy and his family on, on television, on MTV, at that reality I show. Rem I remember before that, back in the 80s, when yeah, back a in lot the of 80s. my friends were, were big Aussies, Aussie fans when back Crazy when, uh, Train yeah, came yeah, out. Yeah, a lot of your friends were uh, snorting coke with Aussie. Most of them drinking beer and snorting cocaine, yes. Yeah, why not? I was I was not doing it though back then. Why not? Why wouldn't you? I no. was a straight edge. I was a straight edge until I was 21 years old. Ah, oh, come on, Mike. You you were you were straight edge around uh, Aussie. 
Well, I didn't like heavy metal back then. I was oh a my punk rocker. You were a total Democrat liberal <laughs> piece of uh, yes. garbage. Okay. I, I was. I was a Democrat, liberal, and PC. Damn. No wonder Peter found us. It's because of you. <laughs> I, do I do like her, by the way. Got to be Ooh. honest. Uh, the founder. The founder for, for PETA, Mike. Ingrid Newkirk. Oh, right. Yes, of course. Of course. Yeah. You know, she wrote me a nice letter. Did she? I have yeah. her sticker on my car. She's a, a pleasant soul, Mike, even though she, you know, sort of behind a weird sort of a movement of sorts. Donovan says you were snorting ants with Ozzy. <laughs> no, Mike was not uh, having that much fun with uh, Ozzy, by the way. I didn't, I didn't do drugs until I was in my 30s. I don't know if I want to believe that. Well, I'll be honest. I mean, I, I smoked some weed. But I didn't do drugs. Like hard drugs. Hard, yeah. Hard drugs. Okay. Like, you know, the stuff that goes up your nose or in the vein in or your two. veins. Sure. Or there. I didn't do that until my late thirties. Okay. Well, I can believe in, that. In, in fact, in fact, I think no, yeah, it was late thirties. Yeah, I think yeah, it was late thirties. I see. And uh, would you have? Uh, now, well, looking back now, would you have done drugs with one Ozzy Osbourne? Oh, of course. That's a wise answer. You might have um, <laughs> opened a few doors for yourself there, Mike, if you would have. Re, you know, been good friends with Ozzy. You know, you guys are like Coke buddies. You guys hang out in bathrooms. You thought about it, right? I don't have a response to that. Yeah, you, yeah, you were thinking about it. You were like, you know what? I should have listened to Michael. I knew I should have uh, got high with him in that bathroom. Mm. Do you ever see the picture of Ozzy and me together? I don't believe I've seen that photograph. Um, you, no? might have, uh, you might have posted it up a time or two, I think, on Facebook many moons ago. So I, maybe yeah. I might have. if. If it was, um, was it, it a black and white one? It's a black and white. It's, it's, it's the day him and uh, I, is it black and white? It might be black and white. I can't remember him and I, it's when I went to go do an interview with him at Sony studios, uh, um, in, um, New York city. It was a very interesting, interesting day. And I got my picture taken with him. Very nice. Yeah. I'm glad you enjoyed that one. Mike, yeah, I couldn't I, understand a, a word he was saying. Oh yeah. Back then, you, even back then you couldn't. <laughs> <laughs> was he uh high when you met him no but I'll t if i can I tell you a quick quick story yeah quick, quick one story. before so, uh, we uh jump into uh, uh, all the meat and potatoes of the program go ahead mike quick story i get to sony studios now prior to that i was working for the aquarium weekly and that they told me when you go there and you do this interview like they're all shaking their heads at me oh you're doing ozzy osbourne interview right. no way i'm like what do you, why what do you guys give me a hard time about yeah you'll never understand a word he says i'm like come on <laughs> So I, I get to the studio, I walk inside, I walk up to the desk, yes, hi, I'm here to do an interview with Ozzy Osbourne with Sony Studios. Okay, so they bring me up to the, they bring me to the elevator, I go in the elevator, actually, no, I'm sorry, I'm standing at the elevator, waiting for the elevator to open, the doors open up, and around the corner comes Ozzy, his publicist, and one of his sons, uh -huh. and they're walking right toward me, I'm like, holy shit, I was starstruck, and he walks up to me, and we all get in the elevator and goes, and he starts talking to me. What a nightmare. And I, and I said to him, yeah, I'm actually here to interview you. And I couldn't understand a freaking word he said. And I just stood there shaking my head going, yeah, yeah, yeah. So we get to the floor. The doors open up. He walks out. And I'm just going, yeah, yeah, yeah. And the doors closed. And I kept going up. 
that was the floor I was supposed to get off that was with him. And the interview he was talking about was the interview that I was supposed to do with him. And I went up another 10 floors. Oh, my God. Had to come back down. <laughs> I was starstruck. I, you know, like Ozzy Osbourne was with me in the elevator. I was just right. dumbfounded. Anyway, that was what happened that day. Yikes, Mike. I mean, yeah. well, it's a, it's a nice experience, in my opinion. You know, you were starstruck. You guys had a cute little chat. I think it's a better story than you, um, than you're giving it credit for. And Mike, we are joined by. I think we have a caller here already, Mike. We might have to take this phone call. It might be Joe Biden. Oh, I hope so. I have uh, a few things. Is to this Joe Biden? Go ahead. I told you it was the real guy. I knew it. I knew Listen, it. you jerk, you better get your act together. I'm coming to get you. Hey, guys, how's it going? I'm at, hey, guys, hey, girls. I don't know what you identify as, but trannies. I don't want to offend anybody. We are uh, trannies from outer space now. Mm. Killer trannies from outer space. <laughs> Everything been going good with you guys? It's going pretty good. Yeah. Well, the world hasn't ended yet. Yeah, the world hasn't ended yet, so I mean... Uh, we're not doing so bad. We're still alive here. We're not in a wheelchair. We are not, we're not, a, you know, cardiomyopathy victims. You know, we're not dying of um, anything uh, heart-related, uh, liver-related, nothing like that, you know. Nothing like uh, the haters out there with uh, liver damage. Mm. Plenty of that out there. But yeah, so, what, what's I've going on with you? Every, well, I've been calling you every day and you don't answer your damn phone anymore, so... I don't know what's going on with that. You're calling my phone every day. That sounds like every woman I ever talked to. <laughs> I don't know, for real, guys. Um, I called in because I just had a couple ideas to throw at you and wanted your opinion on. But was laying okay, in bed, getting yeah, ready to go to sleep, and it, it just popped mm -hmm. in my head that does this have a connection of a weirdness that you guys remember Fantasy Island? Fantasy TV Island? Show? Fantasy yes, Island. Yes, the plane, the you plane, know? boss, the plane. The plane, the plane. We yeah. remember. Is it not a little creepy that the guy that was in charge of the island kind of resembles Jeffrey Epstein? Ooh. <laughs> I haven't heard anybody say this. Ooh. It just popped in that's... my head randomly. But is that not creepy weird? That's true. I think his name is Carlos something. Uh, let me look it up. I know who you're talking about. I was going to look it up and see if I could see an old video. I, I haven't had a chance to do it, but I swear to God, what I remember in my mind is he kind of resembles Jeffrey Epstein and it's Fantasy Island. That is creepy. <laughs> that is so funny. Yeah, that's a little so bit. Next thing I was going to put. That's a little bit uh, ahead of my time, obviously. But oh, I, really? I, yeah, I do remember, though, being young and, and seeing a Fantasy Island. And uh, of course, later on in life, I did. I watched a few episodes, of course, and yeah, I mean, you're right about that. The resemblance is definitely there. And it's, and it's a bunch of rich people that come to pay to live out their fantasy. Right. Yeah, it was creepy. I don't know why it popped in my head, but I remember watching it when I was, I don't know, 10 maybe, maybe younger than that. But exactly. Well, I'll tell you, in it, there and I it was, was like, wow. It right. was on from January 14th, 1977 until May 19th, 1984. Wow. And, and you know, I ain't going to say the M word. The, well, I'll just say it's the midget. But the midget. Our, you know, like kids, you know, kids on the island, whatever. I don't know. I'm, I'm making weird connections maybe, but 
Ooh. Maybe not. By, by the way, if I may just interject for a moment, his name was Ricardo Montabao. Yeah. Ricardo. Ricardo. He was Mexican-American. Rick. Oh, I see him now. He's right here at the bottom of this um, the cast. Uh, do you see that, uh, Mike? That's him. Ooh, look at that uh, little guy, too. Yeah, the, the, the black and white picture right next to Hervé. Hervé. He's a really Her ugly little... <laughs> Little disgusting midget. Look at that thing. <laughs> yeah, just, but, uh, but, but his sidekick was a midget. That look he at that with. thing. Yeah, yeah. Isn't that not yeah. creepy? I, of course, but I, I'm looking at him now, and I'm like, man, look at that face. I just want to punt him through a window. By the way, Ricardo also starred in uh, Conquest for the Battle of the Apes. That wait, sorry. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Right. Conquest for the planet of the apes. Or was it battle for the planet of the apes? No, I think it was battle for the planet of the apes. You guys are chimping around. I barely around. remember Planet of the Apes. My brother was into that, but I never got oh. into Planet of the Apes that much. It oh, creeped what me a out great movie that was. Back in, the, back in the 60s, I think that came out. Was it late 60s, 68, or 67? What a great film that was. Oh. Well, Mike, I'm, I'm, glad you're, uh, I'm glad you're happy for once, Mike. It just, uh, it just took talking about movies to get your mind off of things here. Well, you know I'm a big yeah. movie buff. We're In fact, have I, to, just, um, I just watched, <laughs> I just watched, I just watched the, what the hell was it, Battle or Conquest for the Planet of the Apes, the, the, the old ones from like the 70s. I just watched that the other day. Well, Mike, I'm very uh, happy for you. I'm happy you watched uh, the ape movie. <laughs> Man, I'd actually be happier if a bunch of apes took over the world instead of a nuclear bomb. Well, yes, that's another possibility. And right now I'm looking at a Jeffrey Epstein, and yes, I'm, I'm seeing that resemblance, by the way, quite, quite scary. And, oh, picture of uh, Trump and Melania and, and friends. Yeah, another thing, since you bring up Trump and the pictures, I just, I heard people talking about it. I just looked at it yesterday by chance. It was an accident. But Ooh, have you heard yeah. of them looking like um, General Patton? You ever seen that where they put a side-by-side? No, I haven't wasted my time at that shit. Man, it's really, I meant, he looks, I meant, they could be brothers. It's oh, have creepy to, um, crazy. We'll have to look into that. I'm joking, of course. Um, But that face, look at Jeffrey Epstein really quickly here. Uh, Mike, look at that shit-eating grin. Yeah, well. He, I, I, yeah, he was up to no good. Look at that guy. Yeah, oh, my God, look at that. He knew, too. He was fulfilling. Oh, he knew. Fulfilling all the fantasies. That's right. And, of course, good friends with uh, Bill Gates, Mike. Our friend Bill Gates. Yeah, a lot of people. I know. He was uh, good friends with all the famous people out there. Uh, uh, Jeffrey Epstein. He, he's very uh, social. He gets around, Mike. He's a, he's a good guy, I heard. <laughs> Who, Je Jeffrey Epstein? Yeah, he's a great guy. Mm, he, he's dead, you know. And so they say. <laughs> So they say. <laughs> I don't believe it. I don't believe that, these Mossad that, um, agents. Yes, it is. Max, next to him, uh, next to Epstein, that's Max, Maxella, Maxella, that's whatever right, his name is. Yes, that's Gislaine or Gislaine Maxwell. 
Jizz Lane. <laughs> that's disgusting, Mike. Jizz Lane. Well, I mean, that's her last name. I didn't pick it. <laughs> I'm liking these vibes, though. I mean, this is obviously an old photograph here, early 90s or late no, or maybe late 80. No, I'm not 89. This is like a 93 photograph, judging by that woman's hair in red right there. So, yes, the, the cocaine was flowing. <laughs> and Melania, look no, at wait, her. I disagree. High I disagree. shit in this photo. Look at that. She is high I out of her mind. I disagree because her hairstyle, the reason I say her hairstyle can't be that old is because the Canon. Oh, the uh, Canon. You're right. It's right. She's yeah. wearing a, a Canon camera. Yeah, look at strap that strap around her neck, and that's not old. That's not that's that. Gotta be yeah. from ninety six. That's a digital. No, no, no. That's a digital camera. No, that's gotta be from the two thousand on. Because oh, that's shit. when the digital cameras out. Yeah. Oh, even more modern. I thought this was a little bit older. No, I don't think it is. I didn't. I think see it was this. probably right on the verge of like. Wow. Could I be wrong? Could I, I? I could be wrong. I could be wrong. Looking at that camera, I'm trying to make out that camera. Hmm. Yeah, that camera that, right there. That is not a digital camera. So yeah, you might be right, Michael. Maybe I stay corrected. Well, well, it doesn't really matter. It's it's the fact that uh, we have all these people. You know, they're all high and and mighty. <laughs> I wish I could have been there. We all do. So who's ne who is next to Trump? That's Melania. That's Melania. Oh, That's right. God, is she gorgeous or what? Here's another photo there for you, Mike. My goodness, and, what a beautiful uh, woman. You do know how she met Trump, right? On Epstein Island? Not on Epstein Island, but uh, one of his parties. Oh, look at that. He's the yeah, one who um, he's the one who introduced them together. So European. Oh, what a beautiful woman. Mike likes some Russian. I do. I like European women. What about a woman from the UK, Mike? Or are you into that? Oh my goodness, I could tell you stories. My really? Goodness. You had some good times yeah. in the UK. Oh my. Really? Yeah. The UK, huh? But I. I can't tell them over the air. Oh, why not? It's You're going to get arrested. Yeah, probably. No, 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 no. Uh, just, uh, it's just a private, ah. few private moments that I could tell you. A few no, intimate moments. I see. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Brit British women and German women, by the way. British too. women, German women. Yeah. Damn, Mike. That's, that's I all I had to talk to you about. And now uh, you're coming alive now. <laughs> <laughs> no more uh, no more sad mike no more uh, moping around no don't don't judge a book by its cover nope i mean i'm not hearing you cry anymore well not that you're crying but you know what i'm saying <laughs> no comment come on can't deny beauty can't deny beauty that's all it takes folks we just gotta talk about uh the vagine and mike he starts <laughs> he starts uh talking away here Oh, boy, I could write a book just on the encounters I've had through my lifetime. By the way, I wanted um, to do that. I was going to do that, by yeah. the way. I was going to write a book about, about, uh, hold some... on there, Mike. Hold on there. Um, call yeah, yeah, her uh, anything else before we let you go here. We, we do have to, um, move along here. Yes. I, I have one other thing I want you guys to give me an opinion on. Jump in there. Are you here? Okay. Um, so I have a scenario that I'm curious your opinion on and i'm not political i'm not religious so i have nothing to do with that so let's say that i have a next door neighbor that i looked up on the internet just kind of searching to see if i have any pedophiles oh, no. or sex offenders oh my god in my in, in in my town oh my god and i find out my neighbor is a sex offender holy okay? hell that's a that's a that's a scenario 
So every okay. day when I come out and I come out for a couple weeks and this guy or girl comes out in their porks, they have no kids, but they're watching my kids get on the bus every day. Okay. So I have a suspicion that he might injure my child or other children and I'm concerned about it. So should not be allowed to go over there and murder him Whoa. or if I ha if I have to take out half the block to take him out to make sure Knock. everybody's safe. Oh my god. Nah, I can't no, do that. don't don't kill your neighbor. Jesus Christ. No, no, here's my point. Isn't that the same thing that the government says that they do? That they go and they want to take out one person that they say that could possibly be a threat to us, but they gotta kill 50 people to take out this one person that might do something to us, and that's okay. But if I Not go kill gun. my neighbor that I think is going to kill a kid or rape a kid or do something terrible, oh my God. I go to prison for the rest of my life. Yes, you will go why, to prison. Why, why, yeah. Yes, why, but why are them rules separate? Uh, can, can I take this one, Michael? Well, of course. Go ahead, Mike. I, I'm just um, I'm stunned that I'm hearing this. Can I, all right. Now, mind you, this is just my opinion. First and foremost, I, this may sound difficult when I say it, but I'm saying it in an optimistic opinion. Okay, uh, the guy served his time. If you looked up that this guy is a previous sex offender and and a pedo, um, are you is is he listed on on the list of pedos? Is 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 you know? Is, I didn't catch you say that. Like you just said, he looked him yeah. up. You looked uh, him up. No, no, so he, no. he's listed, the, right? Right, he's on the list. He's on the list because you got to register every year right. if you're on a sex offender list. Right. And he lives next door okay. to me, so I'm concerned okay. he's going to do something to my child. So oh I'm going to try to pre-take him out before he has a chance to reoffend. Just no, like we no. well, yeah, out. You can't no, do that, by the you way. You can't do that. Yeah, you you're, can't. No, no you're, I, I'm not. I'm not saying I can. That's not the point. The no, point we is know what you're saying. No, we know what you're saying. Our but government. You look, listen. You know, you could justify anything you'd like in your own head, but when it comes to the law and doing something like that, that's that's highly dangerous. And I would advise you not uh, to even flirt with that idea at all. No, it it's not it's not in my head. It's not an idea. It's it's a scenario that I thought of that our government does continuously, and it's okay. But if we were to do it personally in our own life, it's not okay. Why is there a difference? Well, they're they the government, I, by the way, and they exactly. are above the law, by the way. Uh, that's, I was just going to say, oh. run for office. Yeah, run for office. That's that's the thing. You know. Then you can do whatever you so, want. Right. So three, so three or four people can go kill a million, but I can't kill my neighbor because of the same scenario. Pretty much. That's my point. That is your point, and that's yeah. that's the that, those are just the facts of life. You can't go around. I don't want to kill my neighbor. Well, you can, yeah, but you can't go around to... killing people under just under the suspicious or suspicion of them uh, touching a, a child of, uh, in any kind of regard. Um, and, 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 or we're, we're going to kill just... people all the time. That suspicion is going to come over here and bomb us, or they're going to, you know, do whatever they're going to do in other countries. We do it all the time. Hey, you know what? F those people in those other countries. So it's okay to kill I, them? I, no, 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 no. Listen, to what I was going to say, brother. And as I say, you may not like what I'm going to say, but I'm going to be honest with you and, 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 you know, just try to 
understand what I'm saying. This guy served his time. He may be completely reformed. Then again, he may not. But but the fact of the matter is, whether he's reformed or not, provided he's not committing the crime, he is innocent of any other crime after having served his time. You understand what I'm saying? I understand. I, I know that, but you're not getting the. You guys are not getting the point. The point is, we're killing tons of people under suspicion, and it's okay in other countries, in our country, because they think they're terrorists, whatever. They haven't committed the crime yet, and they're getting who killed. Who are we talking about? And other who 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 did we take out with, I, with other people? Um, how many countries do you want me to tell you that we took out? And kill people Ten. because give me give me one suspect, give me one they're, they're suspected terrorists they're suspected terrorists that's going to do something but they haven't done it yet so we kill All right, them so just name so name name it. me one name me one and what country it was in Saddam Hussein bye have him um, dead I don't give a shit about those people they were all fucking crazy Saddam by the way Saddam Hussein wasn't taken out he was caught by the military in a in a spider hole. As it's referred to in military terms. Okay, so that's um, a bad. That was a bad example. Oh, uh, so who's the guy Gaddafi. in Libya that we, we didn't kill him. He got knocked stuck Gaddafi. his ass. Right. So here's what happened with Gaddafi. He was trying to help us. Gaddafi. He was trying to help us. You're his right. People. You're absolutely right. He was. He was. And so, uh, so why did he get taken uh, out? Well, I'm telling you. So what happened was uh, during the Obama administration with Hillary Clinton in charge of whatever she was in charge of at the time, they Benghazi. Gaddafi. Hang on. Gaddafi escapes, all right? He's found hiding out in a drain pipe. The people of, what was it, Libya? He was in charge of Libya, right? The people of Libya, yeah. the rebels find him, and they take him, and they execute him. Americans did not you execute the, him or other people. So give me another example. You meant the CIA didn't go get him yeah. and— no, 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 no. There's there's video footage of it. There's video footage of of Gaddafi being dragged onto this truck by a bunch of what I believe were Libyans yeah. at the time. I'm not I'm not sure. Yeah. But they you were believe, Libyans. But you don't know them people. Do you know they were oh, Libyans or do you know they worked for the CIA? Yeah, well they were speaking better Arabic than any CIA guy I had ever seen, and that they were certainly looking Arabic. So all I'm saying well, is I, I still need an, an all right. Okay, well, I'm not gonna argue I, with you either. I'm I'm just trying to make a I'm point. I'm not arguing that with you, man. I, I totally understand what you're saying. I'm just trying to get a, an accurate example. Yeah, but you're you're comparing yourself to the government. I mean, come on, man. I'm not comparing myself. I'm just well, yeah, you're you're of... wanting to, you know, and you're saying the government can basically kill someone under suspicion, and you want the same rights. You want to go kill someone under suspicion as well. Well, under the Constitution, aren't we supposed to have the same rights? Yeah, but yeah, but come like, on. This is a society. Look, man, I completely understand how you feel, and I understand how you would want to not only protect your own kids, but to and to we get, get that. rid of yeah, a piece but, of garbage. Yes, we get it. But you know, we live in no, a civilized world, right. man. That's not the reason I'm saying it, it. I don't want to do that under them rules. I think it's disgusting that all this stuff goes on. And it's yeah. okay, and everybody's like cheering it on, like, woo, go get him, go get him. But if you had somebody that you did know that was doing something, you would go to prison for it. But everybody else is cheering on, doing it for the government. That's right. my point. Okay, well, look, I'm, I'm glad. Uh, thanks. Look, I'm glad you called in, by the way. We, we got to get going. All right. Sorry. Thank sorry you. Go. Thank you. Yes. Sorry, I, I can't handle that right now. That's a tough, it's a tough. 
no i mean we're, we're having a good time here and then you know things have to get dragged down to that i, I hear you i mean it's we're just it's going nowhere all three of us have the same opinions on po's yeah, yeah i mean come on we we get it but you just can't go around uh killing yeah. people under suspicion yeah. of, of of a crime of that's in your head that's what separates us from the scum terrorists and, and rapists and all the murderers out there. We are the people who act civilized in a society. They are the, the savages who do the disgusting things that they do. And yeah, they should be wiped off this earth, but right. you know, we live in a civilized world. Look we live we in a very civilized world. That's why we have uh, people like uh, Jeffrey Epstein and Melania Trump <laughs> and Giselle Maxwell, you know, all tied to Mossad. They're using uh, different methods to um, get uh, different uh, politicians and celebrities and uh, what have you to uh, squeal because they have the goods on them. And, you know, we were getting a call by another gentleman, by the way. I'm not sure uh, what happened to this guy, uh, but we could uh, see what's going on with them and take them on a ride here, Mike. Okay. Hopefully they got something uh, positive here to say. Uh, you know, things were going good. You know, Mike, you were laughing, you were crying, you were I'm smiling. I'm still laughing. I'm yeah, still laughing. You were in a good mood, and then it went down. And then it went away. <laughs> it made me sad, but I know exactly now what to do. I know how to get you back in uh, high spirits, and it's going to be um, it's gonna be a good one. I'm going to have to uh, play something here for you, Mike. It's going to be... Uh, you, you'll like this one. You know, you were mentioning the UK women, by the way. Ah, yes. So I, I think I might have to show you some UK women if uh, I could, if I can have your attention here, Mike, for a moment. Of if, course. If you're them looking into. Them and their into, crooked teeth. Yes, if you are looking here, we can uh, see them right <laughs> here in the streets, uh, Mike. Um, let me lower this for you. Hopefully it's not too loud. Um, are you seeing my screen now? Um, I'm going to refresh. Let me um, adjust it. There we go. I am seeing, yes, now, okay. Now, oops, where'd it go? Oh, side boob. There's uh, some side boob action there for you, Mike. Uh, hopefully that. Yeah. Uh, hey, mama. So I guess this is the late night in London, filmed in the style of a wild life documentary, Mike. Um, I have no mm -hmm. idea what this means, but let's uh, look at the women from uh, the UK together. Under boob. Don't want to hear them though. And uh, these women all have funny accents. Yes, I love their accents. Well, they're drunk as shit. Look at that. I can imagine uh, my kidding on some of these women. Look at this one with her underwear showing. This one's ass showing. Her whole ass is showing. Absolutely no dignity. No, no. What do you mean, no dignity? Do you want to rewind that? Uh, uh, no shame. I mean, which you know, one right here? All of them. Look at this. No shame right here. Look at this. What? None what is? Of them. What is this? It's like. Uh, no, she's wearing a, a shirt with no pants. It's like a Tom Cruise right there. I'm sorry, but in, you in know, not for nothing. Not and and people are gonna hate me for what I'm oh about my, to say. Oh my! Here we go. Okay. I knew it. I, and oh, I shouldn't even say it. No, I, I want you to say, say it now. It bothers me when Go women... Go ahead and say it, Mike. Don't be afraid. All right. Look, I respect women. Women. All right? Women. Not women with beards and penises. Women. Whoa. 
and I I respect them. I think you know I think women are beautiful. I think they are the fairer sex, and um, it kind of it irritates me in a sense that sometimes that they dress in such a provocative manner, mm. and then when somebody like some crackpot maniac comes and 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 abuses them or something, not you know or or just bothers them then they get upset i'm like well what do you expect oh you're you're you're, you're practically undressed again i i respect women i would never do anything like that like i've seen half dressed you know women around me a million times but i sure. would never walk them and be like, hey baby oh my God. <laughs> you want to get a drink <laughs> you know i'm not like that but Damn. other people could be other people could be you sounded uh That's- you sounded a little israeli right there did I? <laughs> You're like, yeah. Can I buy you a drink? Yeah, I don't think I sounded like that. I know, but, okay. but that's how you know. That's how they sound. <laughs> They're all nasally. But uh, we're yeah, we're going to jail now. I, 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 I just have a problem when a woman, when a woman dresses in such a way that she's exposing the goods, you know, and not leaving enough to the imagination, <laughs> and then guys hit on them or tease them or. Uh, you know, just give them a hard time. And then they wonder, well, why are you bother me? Well, look at your, the way you dress. No wonder. Your whole asshole is hanging out. You're, you're a beautiful woman. You, you're letting your goods hang out. And you're wondering why guys are, are, are annoying you? Come on. I'm just looking at this one here on the screen with that large uh, shirt on. Again, she thinks she's Tom Cruise, Mike. Look at that. And yeah, no pants. She probably has some pants on down there. Oh, I'm sure she does have at least underwear. She's right? got something going on down there, yeah. Still, n- not, not good, not good. Not good. You wouldn't knock it out with when any of these uh, younger. It's, it's um, not that, my friend. It's not here. that. Yeah, I mean, yeah. as I said, they're beautiful. They're beautiful women. They're lovely, and I can respect. Yeah, and I can respect and appreciate that. I appreciate beauty. A woman is a beautiful, beautiful creature, much more beautiful than any man. Well, that's for sure. But, I'm I'm glad we, yeah. we can agree on that, Mike. There's no beautiful man out there. I mean, no, don't get me wrong. I can also look at a guy and know a guy is a good-looking man, I, too. I, I mean, now you speak for yourself on that one, partner. Uh, yeah, I speak for myself. I know. You um, You like guys, I know. I can completely say that right. I, have, I am in touch with myself, and I have no problems <laughs> looking at another guy and knowing when another guy is good-looking. That, that's the, not um, an issue. I know. Mike would uh, kiss a lot of men out there. So if any of you uh, gay men out there, any of you homo sapiens out there want to hook up with Mike, uh, be I've free. Kissed guys. He's kissed a lot I've of guys out there. Yeah, and he liked it. Tongue. Tongue. I've he tongue. Yeah, he stuck his tongue down another guy's uh, throat there. Yeah. There's a story in my he, book he about a guy who stuck, stuck his tongue down my throat in Illinois. I'm and, sorry. Uh, uh, and when that happened, where were your hands, Mike? <laughs> I was holding on to something and I almost fainted. Oh my God. There's a good, he was not a good friend of mine, but he was a really nice guy from another band. Oh, I bet he was was a good friend. He was from a band called The Wake in Ohio. Oh, he woke woke up all right. Yeah, he woke up. His hand was up my (laughs) butt. No. (laughs) Damn. No, no, I'm I'm kidding. Oh my God. Just saying that, you know, he he, he kissed me. Like he he was drunk out of his mind. He was there with his girlfriend. He was drunk at, drunk out of his mind. Empire Hideous had just played a gig. The Wake came to see us. We were yeah. there talking, and he was just annihilated. And he came up to me, come here, buddy. And he gives me a big hug, and he 
gives me a big kiss on the lips and he sticks Ooh, his tongue in my mouth. I'm dude. like, whoa. Wow. <laughs> I thought it was funny. Uh, well, I wouldn't have thought it was too funny. Damn, Mike. Someone, by the way, said you were a little bit Jewish. I am. Mike is actually... I'm, I'm uh, circumcised. He's, he's a Jew-gene, by the way. He is, in fact, uh, Jewish. I'm a Jew-talian. He's a Jew-talian. You guys didn't know. <laughs> That's right. He's Jew-talian. Yep. Some of you must have That's, forgot. It's on my mother's side. That's right. I mean, these all, these all look like nice people walking around, Mike. That that woman looks yeah. like um, that uh, Selma you. Hayek woman. I can tell you. Yeah. You can't go to Pakistan or Afghanistan or Iraq or Iran and dress like that. Oh, no. They'd, they'd cut your head they'll off. They'll kill you. That's right. First, You'd they'll long rape gone. you, and then they'll kill you. Right. Yeah, they'll... So be happy for the freedom that you have, ladies and gentlemen. I'd be very, very happy that you're not out there. You're not out there um, getting knocked off a roof somewhere, Mike. And that's what happens. Yeah. It's like I, I can understand how these queers for Palestine are standing up saying what they're saying, knowing that if they were in that state, that country, All right. they would be killed. They would be in a lot of trouble, that's for sure. Mm -hmm. Too much trouble, that's for sure. Anywho. Anywho. I mean, um, you know, there was someone else calling in, but now I think we might have uh, turned them off to the program. We might have offended them. Call, call them back. <laughs> I would like to, but I, I don't want to bother them. No? Oh, come on. No, now I'm losing I, all my respect for you, buddy. I don't want to bug them, but do you want me to bother them? <laughs> call them up, put me on the phone. I mean, if you want me to bother them, I will. It's, you know, it's up to you. That's, part, up that's to you. part of the reason why... You know, I do as many shows I've been doing uh, this week, by the way. I know for a fact that us doing these shows together or me doing the show, period, it further creates hostility with uh, the haters and all the stalkers and all the people out there, Mike, that dislike the program. The more I do it, the, the angrier they get and the more fuel I get and motivation to keep doing it. Good. I was actually listening oh, yeah. to the uh, uh, Marshall Masters. Really? Yeah, that was a good yesterday. That was, that was a good interview, by the way. I gotta be honest. After a while, I got a little. I know I you like, don't. No, that's not your thing. I was like, "Come on, really?" Yeah, you. Well, there's something he obviously talks about that I don't clearly don't believe in. I, I had a hard time swallowing it. Um, are you referring back to uh, your friend? Don't uh, go Mike? there. Don't go there. Come on now. Well, I mean, you got pretty <laughs> friendly with him first. Uh, the tongue was that's down your the, throat and. Not the only guy. I've done it before a couple not, of times. Not the only guy. Wow. Yep. I did another one with a, a famous performer in New York City at a club one night, tripping on ecstasy. Damn, Mike, you're <laughs> kissing all kinds of guys. And he came up to me. I'm like, hey, man. And I'm like, guess what, man? I'm tripping on ecstasy. And he tongued me. Damn. <laughs> he tongued you. He stuck his tongue in my mouth, and I liked it. He did. <laughs> Damn, Mike, that is wild. And there's another guy. Oh, my God, another guy. Who is another very famous, um, I wouldn't call him a performer. Damn, but how, many the, guy, how many guys have you uh, had down your, your mouth there, down your throat, Mike? Wow. Three. Three, three. holy the, shit, that's yeah. three too many. That's three too many. <laughs> that's three too many, Mike. For you, yeah, I, I could imagine. Oh, my I God. I, like I said, I'm comfortable with my manhood, you know? I'm 100% straight yeah if that's what you want to call it <laughs> straight with my manhood back, back in the 90s though i was manhood, bitch. 
I was teetering on whether or not I was bisexual or oh my or God. something else. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. So there was a time when you were like wanting to transition almost. And mind you, you were like I was all, married. You, you at were the like time. all. Yeah, you were like half a fat. I was at half a cigarette. Yeah. Right. But yeah, this was back in all back in the in the nineties and the early part of two thousand. I blame the drugs. I wasn't real well. I did ecstasy. Back I blame then, the drugs. But, uh, yeah, it opened it opened you up too much, Mike. Actually, it was MDMA, which oh, is no. really not even considered ecstasy. It's MDMA. Yeah, it's MDMA. The little bit different, oh, what a, different what, uh, what a, component. What a great thing! What a great thing! That so was. you oh were uh, you were enjoying this. Uh, you know, it made you have a homosexual experience, and you enjoyed it clearly. <laughs> now let, let me re let me rephrase that. Yeah, for you, you, you might want to to clarify I, uh, for the listeners out there. I and didn't for, have any and, homosexual. And for and for the gay community out there, we you know the, the gay community does love you, Mike. <laughs> Just want you to know, they love me too, by the way. But they love me in other ways. You know more. You know, more like, more. you know, like more like, like this, you know, smack you around. Yeah. Like that sort of like that stretching <laughs> sort of, yeah. Oh my God. Stop. Sorry. Sorry. It was uh, a little too graphic here tonight. But actually, no, I was never involved in any homosexual activity. No homosexual activity for you. No. Okay. No, no sex, no sex no or sex. anything like that. No, I'm glad. No sexual things. Ooh, I was worried about you. <laughs> and mind you, all three incidences which took place with those guys kissing me, they came kissing me. I never kissed yeah, them. Yeah, they, they kissed you. They, okay. They invaded so my that's, mouth. So that's a little less gay. Yes. Okay. I accepted it. <laughs> oh, oh, my God, Mike. Maybe that's... Uh... But I didn't go forward. <laughs> wow. Yeah, yeah. I'm comfortable. I'm comfortable. Oy vey. Still love women very much. Still love the gash, huh? I love women. I think women are beautiful, mostly. Mostly. Except that gigantic freaking cow that you Ooh, showed on the last show. Yeah, that big heifer. Oh. Remember that? As she spoke, her Ooh. body jiggled. Oh, my God. That was horrendous. Wow. What? You know, it reminds me of uh, this woman right here. Watch. Um, I didn't get a chance to uh, show this up during the time when we were having this discussion. But, you know, very reminiscent of uh, this woman right here, Mike. If you can uh, turn your attention now to uh, the chat room once again. I am. This is disturbing. I mean, look at this. This is that's oh. what we saw. That's Remember? the same woman? No, not the same woman, but that's what she will look like in, in, oh, about, yeah. in about five months from now. I remember that movie. Um, what? Johnny Depp. Right. Uh, yes. Right. Yep. What's eating, or actually, yeah, what's eating Gilbert Grape? That's right. Wasn't, um, what's his name in there? Um, uh, Leonardo right? DiCaprio, right? right? He played the, the mentally ill child. He played the tard. Let me tell you, he did an excellent job. He played I mean, a good retard, right? He really did. He played an excellent part for that character. That's true. He's uh, quite the performer. He is. Uh, two guys from New Jersey. Respect. Depp and DiCaprio. Much respect to both boys. They did a great job in this film. A classic, really. But yeah, Mike, that is the woman right here in front of me. that uh, It reminded me of um, this woman's uh, situation and circumstance in that movie. And there are a lot of people like that out, out here in America, by the way, that are oh my gosh, exactly gosh. like her. And yep. ooh, that's the grim reality that we live in, Mike. It is. It, you know what it is, Michael? It's it's 
It's good living. It's good like living. Even, even if you're poor, like how many poor people have you seen that are gigantic? A lot. Too many. Right? Food stamps. Welfare. Wow. Look at that's this. A big, that's a big. That's a big. Lady. That's a big bitch. My God. Two of her arms would weigh more than me. That, exactly. Wow. She weighs like seven of you. Yeah. Easily. Easy. Easy. It is. It is you quite know, a shame. It's, it's sad. When, and... when you... By the way, she was she was a great actress. By the way, she was. That was a great movie. It was a hundred percent respect to all of them. By the way, I don't mean to be mean or rude. By the way, by saying this, but let's um, let's call a spade a spade here. Let's be honest and real with ourselves here. This um, this is not a good look. You know, like I was saying, in America, we are the only country where if you're hungry at three o'clock in the morning, you can. I don't know, walk either, depending on where you live, either jump in a car or walk out your door and get some food. You can't do right. that in any of these Middle Eastern, well, most of these Middle Eastern countries. You can't do that in sections of Russia, China, Japan, well, not Japan. Um, you know, th these places, in many places, they're, they're, they're hard up for food, you know? We have it so good in this country. We do. Even if you're poor. We have it better than some other schmo in some other country. Absolutely. That's why so many people want to come here, even though they say this is a racist country, um, which is uh, complete BS. And um, Mike, by the way, someone in the chat named Eric 616 um, Sunny Boy, he says, my kid's yeah, mom was 518 at the at, at best. At, at he best. At he best. At Hebrew yeah. best. And um, Mike, that 518 pounds. Um, That's a lot. Uh, are you are you being uh, are you joking around? Are you trolling? Are you being dead serious with me? If that's the case, oy vey, hmm. you need to buy your wife a treadmill or ex-wife, <laughs> whatever she was. Your yeah, you need to. If you really care about her, you will buy her a treadmill uh, ASAP. Hey, by the way. By the way, not not to change the subject, but really quick note here. Did you know that uh, what's it called? Uh, uh, California's Chipotle and McDonald's, uh, they're raising the prices of their food because they're paying employees twenty dollars an hour at minimum wage. Are you going to spend twenty dollars on a hamburger meal? Hell no. You go to McDonald's. Not right. at all. There you go. No, come on. Anyone who would be uh, be spending that much money at McDonald's, I mean, you probably look like this woman that's uh, right here in the, exactly. in the chat room. Yeah. But I mean, just think about it. They're at a point now where they're jacking up their prices because uh, minimum wage is minimum wage. $20 an hour. Right. And uh, anyway, that's what I wanted to tell you. That's what's going on in California. That's what's going on out here in uh, my neck of the woods. California, you know, I love California, but there's so many things that really screw this place up and of course we have inflation and we have uh the the, the idiot in charge gavin newsom mm -hmm. we oh. have that moron in charge and of course they opened the uh, floodgates for uh china by the way we welcomed them in yeah. out here rolled oh, out the red carpet we actually cleaned up san francisco just for uh, about that just for the china man can you believe it? What a bunch of scumbags i could not believe it i thought am i going japanese what am i seeing here Am I going Japanese? Am I going Japanese? I was uh, losing my mind, Mike. I, I couldn't believe what I was seeing. I thought they cleared the streets out of, uh, of San Francisco. I've never seen the streets that clean. And it's all because of the Chinese president being here. 
in my uh, neck of the woods in my great state of California. I couldn't believe it, Mike. Holy, holy hell. Mm -hmm. I couldn't believe it, Mike. What a disgrace. It's like it's like when when officials yeah. or even tourists who go to North Korea and they have people that they hire within North Korea, the North Koreans, to stand in the middle of the road like they're doing traffic. And there really is not much traffic because no one owns a freaking car in North Korea. Wow. Uh, they have storefronts that are set up moving produce and, and, and groceries. And they don't even have groceries and, and stuff because people are starving out there. But my point is they do the exact same thing when a diplomat comes to Korea, North Korea, that they did in San Francisco for China. What a, what a disgrace. Right. Absolutely. And I'm looking at the chat room again here, and it, get, it gets worse, Mike. Um, Eric says, uh, kid's mom is deceased also. She was hot, but mentally mm. ill. Shot herself. Well, that's, if I may, that, that's if you, that's crazy. Go ahead, Mike. If you look at that picture with Leonardo DiCaprio on the left, right? I mean, even the photograph, the how he's playing that part. I mm -hmm. mean, it's he's. I mean, he's really doing a good he's job. Doing good, yeah, that's some good. Uh, what's that good called? Acting, uh, right? Method acting. Absolutely. So what did he do? He went to like one of these homes and studied the tards. I, you know, I thought about that. Like, how how does an actor play the part? when it's not something as you quote unquote normal. So this right. kid, Leonardo DiCaprio, who doesn't have a mental issue, although some people might debate that. He might, he, I think all those actors might have a mental <laughs> exactly. issue. Man. You, you gotta so, be nuts to uh, have that sort of skill to become one of these, uh, these people that create these yeah. characters. But even look at the hand movement right there, Mike. Yeah. Even, he even has that little, the little like gimp the hand. Uncontrollable hand. Yeah. Right. The little so, gimp hand. So, what I was going to say, like, oh I, I would imagine DiCaprio probably yeah. studied footage, video footage right. of children or people who just have mental dis disabilities. That's right. Damn, that's rough. That is rough that, if that you is. had a kid like that, by the way. Yeah, yeah. I feel bad for all the parents. My, much love and respect to all of you out there who have children that, uh, you know, are mentally handicapped. You know, that's, we, we, you know, we're joking around. We make jokes here. We laugh, but... Of course, that still has to be pretty, uh, pretty exhausting taxing. for taxing yeah. for a parent uh, to have to deal with all the, all the extras, uh, and, and already it's difficult to raise a little bastard child, and um, now you have one with all these issues. Um, life really is like a box of chocolate, like um, that, like that other tard said, Forrest Gump. <laughs> Stupid is a stupid does. Right. I mean, the, the message was positive, but then I uh, tanked it completely with that reference, Mike. Like, even that that film, like, he right. played an excellent part, but in most cases, most people, unless, of course, maybe they have ADD or something like that. But if you are, like, if you really have mental incapacity, yeah, I don't think the part that Tom Hanks played mm. really dis, dis, uh, displays a true mental disorder. Right. Just my opinion. I, I love the movie. I love it. I it was really good, did. right? It was good. Great movie. Made me cry. Mm -hmm. Just kidding. I didn't cry at all. Did you stick your tongue down some guy's throat? Yeah, I just stuck my tongue down someone's throat <laughs> and uh, my hand was going up and down some sort of uh, remote control. You put your fingers in anybody? Yeah, like a bowling ball. <laughs> just like that, Mike. There's only one hole on a guy, though. <laughs> Well, there could be two. Uh, it's called a bonus to, hole. 
Oh, oh, wow, that would hurt. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah. That's what it's for, Mike. You know, that's... Ew. It's all the new rage, Mike. <laughs> Turning your nutsack into a vagina. Oh, gosh. That was our conversation last week. Yeah, it was. <laughs> it's continuing now. Oh, goodness. Yeah, we ruined the show now with that. Great. Matter of fact, uh, Leonardo DiCaprio looks like he has a, a hand stuck up his ass right here in this photograph. Look at that face. <laughs> that's, like, ah. Yeah, that, that's the hand up my ass face. Look at that. Ooh. Uh, I wonder how much he made from this movie. He probably made a good amount of money, by the way. Oh, yeah. And he was still up and coming at that point. Yeah, this dude made a killing with this movie. Show, showcasing his uh, incredible skills as a uh, actor, in my opinion. You know, Great there, actor. There, there's not many actors that I actually think are actually good, by the way. And uh, DiCaprio is one of them. And, yeah. and Depp, too, by the way. Even though he's like a freak and he's like a yep. creep. Uh, yep. The guy is mentally insane, in my opinion. But a talented mofo. Very good as a pirate. He's really good living that pirate life. The other two actors I might add uh, that are also my favorites are Tom Cruise. Tom and, Cruise. Um, uh, what's his name? Do you uh, like Brad to? Pitt. Are these the two guys you want to stick your tongue down their throats, Mike? I would like to stick my fingers in all of them. You would love that. <laughs> and the show got really gay. No, just kidding. Not really into that. No, man. I don't think you're kidding. <laughs> oh, he ain't, he ain't kidding. I don't like that kind of. Talk. He ain't kidding, folks. Take it easy. Nobody's got AIDS. Oh, I know. That's a good one, right? <laughs> oh, this boring cocksucker. Jehovah's Witnesses are more interesting. <laughs> oh, it's a great show, by the way. That Sopranos. Always. Love that show. Love that goddamn show, Mike. Gotta watch it soon. Got Freaking to incredible. watch it soon. And uh, yeah, Mike, I'm glad I showed you... You know, these women walking around uh, from the UK, going back to it again here. It ma it makes you happy. And, I, you know, I like to make you happy. Ay, ay, ay. I don't know how you did it, though, by the way, Mike. I, I got to be honest with you. That UK accent could uh, be a little too much for me. Oh, I loved it. It could be a little too much, in my opinion. I, I mean, I've met women from the UK. There are some women out here um, many, many moons ago, and we went on a little date, you know, group sort of thing. And um, she had a very fierce sort of um, accent, by the way, a very thick accent. It was crazy. Mm -hmm. It was what insane. What accent did she have? <clears throat> well, the, the whole UK thing. Oh, okay, British. Okay. But yeah, she had a whole British accent. Wow, look at that. Yeah, she was. Can you back up on that one that just went by? She, the one she kind black? of. Uh, she kind of sounded like this. Michael Deacon knows how to hurt me. He pretends to be my friend behind the scenes. It's kind of like that. He doxed me. He talks shit about me constantly. He tells me the things that the voices in my head used to tell me. Ooh. <laughs> by the way, we have um, no no hate for our friend there, by the way. He provided us with some gold. Gold, I tell you. Caller, go ahead. Oh, go Oh, my God. Caller, please turn off the, the stream before calling into the program, by the way. Um, or else there's a horrible echo, and it makes me think you're from... I don't even want to say that. I don't even want to say it. I might get arrested. Caller, did you... Um, are, are you okay now? Oh, no, you sound uh, like you're 10 feet away from the phone now. Oh, no. Oh, Mike. He, he sounds like he's... 
Oh, he call hung back. up. Yeah, call back if you can. You sounded like you were, you know, it sounded like your phone was in the living room and you were in the bathroom. It's not going to work. Yeah. Sounds like somebody had their finger in you. Yeah, did uh, someone have their finger inside of you? <laughs> Either way, they are gone now, Mike. Yeah, call back, caller. Yeah, call back later. I I'll give you the number. 424 666 24. I'm sorry, 2424. 2424. <laughs> sorry. I was getting so excited because I haven't done it in such a long time. I'm like, is that a new number, Mike? That is the Michael Deacon program number. 424 666 2425. They're saying yeah, he was uh, jerking off, uh, Donovan said. Oh, jeez. I really hope not. That is disturbing to say the very least. And uh, for your information, Leo got. 75k for gilbert grape that's uh dr media can't really see your name here it's a little wow little um backed up here pretty good for a young kid pretty good i mean that's a great deal of money in my opinion mike i don't know if that was his first film or not but uh or when that film came out and how much actors were getting paid but nevertheless it's still a good paycheck right caller go ahead you're live Hey, can you hear me now? I hear hey. you. There he is, loud and clear. Yeah, my apologies. What's going on, gentlemen? So, hey, I, I cut out of work early to listen to my favorite show. Oh, shit. And All I got right. the dumb janitor droning on and on about some meaningless point. And then Mike's making out with dudes. What's going on tonight, guys? I have no <laughs> idea. That's what I'm saying. Mike is over here bragging about getting monkeypox uh, by celebrities. <laughs> I mean, I know. And, and I don't one know what's of the reasons going on. I was calling is I wanted Mike to be able to tell me where I could stream his music, but now I don't know, man. He's talking about dudes and <laughs> yeah, now, yeah, now he's talking about guys, and uh, he's got monkeypox. He's giving guys uh, rim jobs and hand jobs <laughs> in the bathroom. I thought I thought I knew the guy all this time. All this time, I, he wanted me to kiss him. Oh, I, I dream of that, Michael. <laughs> I know I get you hard, Mike. Oh, you do that voice, you know that, uh, those golden vocal cords. I want to tickle them with my tongue. Well, Mike, I got some uh, sad news for you. I am uh -oh. for the ladies. I'm sorry. Okay, okay, I, I get it. I'm here to spread about... some sugar all over the the and ladies. And that's fine. You can even kiss a girl if you want. While I put a couple fingers in you. Oh my god. <laughs> oh good lord. What's going on, man? I don't know what's happening what's here tonight. Uh, tonight's been a strange I night. Uh, I don't know. I blame the dumb uh, janitor, man. You should have never let that dude call I him. should not have let so, him call uh, him. He ruined the show. <laughs> He's a show killer. He's a show killer. Hey, he, that's so true. Before I forget, uh, uh, Michael, you, you had mentioned, uh, and, and by the way, really appreciate the shout out to us veterans that you gave last weekend. That was great. Really uh, appreciate you got it, that. Brother. It means a lot. Um, but uh, you had mentioned uh, veterans, last yeah. time that we spoke regarding is Israel creating Hamas. And, and I started looking into that, and, and lo and behold, man, you're, you're right. Uh, and, mm -hmm. and I was wondering, unless it's just off point, you don't want to talk about tonight, I get it. But could you maybe uh, throw down a little more information on that? Because I find that very ironic and interesting. That was your theme song, by the way. <laughs> that was uh, for you, caller. This is, this is uh, your jam now when you call in. Yeah, I need a name too. I, I what sucks is I'm Mike as well. Oh, you're so another. Maybe I could go Arizona Mike. Oh no, you're another Mike, another Michael. Yes, uh, yes uh, Arizona uh, Mike from Arizona. Arizona. There we go. Mike. All right, I can get behind that. So yeah, that was one of the questions <laughs> I had. The the other thing uh, is, uh, you know, you guys were talking uh, last last show about uh, gays in the military, and I got to tell you, I, I hated uh, Clinton as a commander in chief, but 
he was really on to something with the whole don't ask, don't tell policy. Yeah. I really mm-hmm. thought that that is, that should have stayed in place. I mean, who the fuck cares what you're doing in bed? You know what I mean? You're, sure. you're, you're in the military, you're there to do a job and that's a wrap. I thought that was a really good policy, but right. uh, yeah, yep. other than that, man, those are the only two reasons I want to call them. No, we'll, we'll, we'll talk here with you, but going back to uh, the military and uh, homosexuals being in the military, th- did that bother you? You know, it didn't, it didn't bother uh, you. Okay. So long as it was under that, don't ask, don't tell. Oh, okay, okay. Um, you know, it really didn't bother me. Um, and and so long as as you were there doing your job and, and you had everybody's back, uh, it, it I didn't give a fuck what you were doing. Um, and and you know, really, I, I just wish it would be that way. I think the the gays shoot shoot them. So I don't know, Mike. Maybe you could chime in on this. No, I'm just kidding. Um, oh my. Where where they shoot themselves <laughs> in the foot. Uh, by, by just, you know, constantly throwing out what it is that they do in their bedroom, who gives a shit? You know what I mean? Like, really, I don't run around and say I love pussy and tell my coworkers about how much I love it, have a whole month about pussy. I, you know, it's just unnecessary. Exactly. You don't really need to, uh, the the whole pride flag thing as well. It's, it's a little much. Uh, I think a lot of these people spend too much time talking about their sexuality when no one really cares. Uh, to any regard no one cares if you're gay anymore i mean it's the year 2023 go be gay all you want it's just that we don't need uh we, we don't need that sort of uh image being uh, thrown down uh, like mike getting kissed by men <laughs> i mean it's it's a, one of these things that we we get it already you know we we understand we all want equal rights and justice and i'm all about that for men women gays trannies dogs what have you we love them all here. It's just, You're right. but it's just when it's it's constantly being thrown down your face. It, that's when it becomes a problem, right? No one wants to see that all the time. Nobody wants to turn on their TV, a movie, and see it in our face. And I was just telling you, Mike, that one time where I was watching the show with my old man, and like there's like a two bears like making out. You know, two gay guys that are you know like very hairy mm-hmm. and you know kind of big. And it was uh, that 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 very popular show on uh, HBO. Is it HBO? Is that what it is? The um, the the Last of Us that from that video game. It's like a show now. And you know there was like a gay scene, and my my I'm watching it with my old man, you know, and he's he didn't want no part of that. By the way, he turned that shit off. <laughs> old school. Yeah, he's old school. <laughs> but what I'm getting at is. You know, being a heterosexual male, you know, I don't even care about seeing like couples, straight couples on TV, sex scenes. You know, I don't really care about that unless it's like a horror movie. You know, in that case, I'm all about seeing, you know, tits and ass in a horror movie. Absolutely. That's what they're for. They're just trying to make it part of the norm. Yeah. Again, I don't have a problem with it, but I think. It's just, it's it's too much. It's too much, uh, too much gay stuff. Too much of that. I I don't like that. In fact, there's been a couple of um, HBO uh, series that they run where they actually show the, you know a lot of the gay sex scenes and everything. Right. And and you gotta ask yourself, you know, I I know it's not what we've been seeing on television for the last I want to know 50 years since television and movies were displaying more love scenes in 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 more explicit ways. But now we're seeing, you know, two guys, like it's always nice to see two girls making out, but, you know, seeing two guys was a, a shock for a lot of people, you know? Um, I don't mind watching two women together, but when I see two men, I kind of like, oh, it's too much hair. I don't even Ooh. care to see that either, by the way. And, and I'm a straight guy. I'm just like, well, if I want to see two women, 
I'll just watch uh, some lesbian porn. I mean, I, I don't need to see it like on TV or in a show to entice right. entice people with ADD. And that's why, you know, commercials are about 30 seconds long because that's you the know, average attention span of Americans, uh, by the way. You know, I've, I've often con wondered like myself, I'm like, am I like a, a, a prude? When I see love scenes on a movie, I often like I try to compare it to the old films that were made uh, where like when Gone with the Wind yeah. was made, um, a kissing scene or even when he says, frankly, Scarlet, I don't give a damn. These were big, big things. These these changed cinema. Uh, but now you see like, you know, guy, two guys going at it in bed, like slamming each other, You're slamming each other. Yeah. And it's like, wow. Like, yeah, we don't need all that. I understand it's part of life and it's part of humanity. In this case, we're particularly talking about men. Right. But at the same time, is it necessary? Do, do, and that's not just for two guys making out or two women making out. I'm talking about even heterosexual people making out or, or having sex. Is it really necessary? I watched a film yeah. about about john adams the second president of our of our country and there's a scene where he makes love to his wife and i'm like why do yeah. i need to see this? Yeah, yeah that's a little unnecessary for sure we don't really need those details we we get it you're banging your wife we yeah, yeah that's normal Got a little decor you know exactly it's a little it's a little too much nowadays you know um i guess i'm a little old school if i want to if i want to watch the bitches get down i'll put on a porno Exactly. Yeah. Why not? Or right? film one yourself. Or be one. Yeah, be in one. <laughs> <laughs> or you can be like Jeffrey Epstein and, uh, you know, be. Hang uh, yourself. Yeah. No. Well, you could watch. He's he's big in watching. That's why there's all those yeah. video. You cameras. guys ever uh, film yourselves uh, ever in your life? Ooh, naughty. That's a very forbidden question, and the answer is of course. <laughs> yeah, I, I did too, and I gotta tell you, it was the last time I did it. I was like, "Fuck!" It killed my self confidence, man. I was like, "Shit!" Really, you were that bad? <laughs> yeah, no, I didn't didn't think it was that cool. You, you, I yeah, thought I was. You were. It's a humbling yeah. experience. You're like, man, you're not that great. That's true. I mean, if you do watch yourself <laughs> making the beast with two backs, and and you review yourself, sometimes you could be uh, led down astray. You know, in your mind, you're like, "Man, I'm the man," and then you see yourself on film, and you're like, "Woo, what happened?" You're like, "Oh, yeah. God." <laughs> You're like I look like Jared from Subway, <laughs> minus uh, minus a seven year old in the bedroom, because you know Jared was a piece of shit. By the way, diddling all those yeah, kids, yeah. Um, that's very unsavory. That character, by the way, Mike. Um, you could definitely go watch a documentary right now about a Jared Fogo. Is that so? Yeah, he was a pedo ass. Wow. Oh yeah, look into it. Yeah, he's locked up. Uh... I won't go into too much with it, but a buddy of mine, uh, actually, I used to work for the federal Bureau of prison, so he's in a special uh, oh, really? sex offender prison. Different, yeah, he's in yeah. a special sex offender prison. Yeah, so basically he's living uh, the the life of a very sheltered man uh, right now. He's very protected in, in the pen. Yeah, they're hmm. they're all amongst each other in these prisons, and then they'll sprinkle in like some informants or former law enforcement because they're not going to do anything to rock the boat. So it's, you know, and if anything, man, they uh they they're having more fun in there. Um, they 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 do crazy stuff like the the adopt the the kids uh thing via the mail, you know, where you send money and they'll send Ooh. you pictures. They do that shit in the joint. Whoa, it's crazy. Yeah, and then they they're all just in there sharing stories. And then uh, a big commodity is if you can draw, they'll fucking sell those pictures for big money. In there. Wow. 
Wow. Yeah. That is... get me started. Mike, Whoa. I'm telling you, sometime, man, I, I've, I've got like 12 years experience in, in, in that, man. I could tell you uh, some stories uh, about the uh, the prisons. Man. I want to hear. Really I want to hear it. Yeah, I'm like definitely yeah. interested. I mean, this is uh, much we more. We should interview him one day. I know, right? This is much more interesting than talking about Hamas, uh, in my opinion. Yeah. Hummus. Uh, tell hummus. me, yeah, tell, yeah, hummus. Tell me a little bit more about these uh, these stories here. Have you seen anyone uh, getting, uh, you know, have you seen someone get killed? Is what I want to know. Oh yeah. Ooh. Um, Shit. Yeah, I'm trying In to prison? think. Is, I just want to. Yeah, I, I mean, I'm I'm out, so it's cool. Uh, I just don't want to be, you know, cautious how much. But yeah, I saw somebody uh, get shanked ear to ear, probably about ten ten feet from me. Wow. Um, wow. And then and then another guy after he hit the ground. He climbed up on the, the fence of the recreation yard and would stomp on his head repeatedly over and over. Oh, and over. Whoa. oh my God. Yeah. And, you know, the crazy thing about that, guys, is they don't give you any, in the federal system at least, they don't give you any weapons. You don't get mace or, or nothing like that. You just get a radio. So when shit like that kicks off, Dude. you don't get involved, man, or, or you'll be, you know, nope. getting hit yourself. So you just let it be and just call it in and report it. Wow. So that's what I did. Yeah. And, and, like and, they ban, and they want to ban and they want to ban guns. And, and, and it's, I was going to say, they, they want to ban guns, but yet there are so many other ways to kill or hurt somebody, and you don't even need a weapon. Oh, yeah. All day. So you've seen uh, some yeah, of that's, that's funny you said uh -huh. that. I always think, like, like when those guys at the Boston Marathon blew it up with uh, propane tanks, oh, yeah. said we should have banned propane tanks, too. That's right. We should have, pro we should have banned right. propane. That is crazy. How many times, but yeah, how many man, times I saw these that. crackpot idiots go around doing that punch game where they hit these poor old people in the back of the head and they hit the ground and they crack their skulls open? That just happened right. in California, I believe, a couple of a couple of weeks ago or a week ago. Uh, Mike, don't don't mistaken. don't don't change the subject here, Mike. I'm not. I'm sorry. I'm you just son saying, of a sorry. bitch. <laughs> um. So yes. Yeah, so, so you've seen someone um getting murdered basically not far from you. It's changing the yeah, story. Yeah, I saw a couple of murders. Uh, Damn. Countless assaults. Um, so, uh, I guess shed a lot of light on the, the Epstein uh, deal. Too yeah, what, what do you um, make about that? Since you're someone who's in the game and miraculously, uh, cameras were just, uh, they just happened to be turned off at the right time. And it seems like, right. it, it seems like cameras so, okay, happen to, yeah, but hold on one second. I was just going to make this point. It, it seems like every sort of, I guess, uh, conspiracy out there, you know, all these things that have happened, 9-11, uh, you have Epstein now, you have the moon landing, the moon footage, uh, somehow that was deleted too. It seems like everyone just deletes all this important footage somehow, um, caller. Sure. Well, listen, I, I probably got experience in six different types of institutions to include a, a detention center that's similar to the one he was in. And listen, I, first things first, uh, I, I read through that uh, Inspector General's report frontward and backwards. Um, in this, he was housed what's called the special housing unit or the SHU. And uh, inside there, there are cameras that are always broken, okay? And I'm telling you guys, this is total, total truth. Those cameras are always broken, mm. and it takes forever for the work order to get in. Um, when they are functioning, they're, they're usually very, very poor quality video because they're not maintained properly. They don't get cleaned, the lenses, and, you know, it's, it's a whole thing to, to keep these cameras up. The other thing, you guys, is that they don't want those cameras working down there for a reason because the officers get lazy and they don't do their nightly counts uh. or they don't feed somebody, you know, whatever it is. So they don't want this 24-7 documentation. So when something does break, right. they don't get in any big hurry to fix it. 
Okay. Not surprised. So when I heard the cameras were broken, that was that was no surprise. Yeah. I had seen yeah. that time and time again at other places. All right. As far as the uh, what it what it would and we're talking about a conspiracy beyond conspiracies to get. Like you don't just go, you know, bebopping up to a special housing unit floor with just any key and go inside of it. Right, right. We're talking about, okay, you you would have to first be on the elevator or the stairwell, which all require special keys. You get up to that particular floor, then there's three doors that you would have to enter, each of which has its own key. Then you have to go past the the two guards inside of there, and then access yet another grill, and then oh by the way, one more key to get into a cell. So. There would have to have been so many people in on this thing, and Damn. and then the other thing about it is is the fact that these two boneheads were sleeping and shopping on Amazon. Ooh, that doesn't surprise right. me either. The, <laughs> the prisons are so shorthanded. Oh my god! That uh, they'll they'll pull like you know counselors or treatment court like and and put them on overtime in shifts that they really have no business being on, and so they're just up there and and their thought process is. Where the hell are they going to go? You know what I mean? So just pencil whip the count, keep going on. So I'm not saying it's impossible. Nothing is impossible. But holy shit, would have, that, that would have been a deal. Coming from the outside in, those those windows are so, so thin that run along that high rise. You, you wouldn't just be able to go into those, even if you could get the special security key to move the window and, and go in there. Um, th- that, that would have been some amazing shit if they pulled it off. That is pretty awesome, Mike. I had no idea we are going to be talking about this uh, subject at all. I'm so glad you called in, by the way. Yeah, well, I appreciate you taking the call. Yeah, so it, much it was, uh, um, shit here. Don't, it's uh, the kind of here. job that it, it just it steals your soul, man. And wow. I, I went into it right after the military, and uh, I couldn't fucking do it anymore, man. It's I don't just, blame you. warehousing people, and it's just it's sick. It's yeah, you, you is, see and, the, and the worst of the worst. There's actually wor- a lot of very, very bright people in these places. I, I, yeah, I agree. You, just, you do see some you know, bright people there, and and you also are forced to see the worst of the worst in society. Yeah, 100%. That I sucks. thought about writing a book sometime, but oh, shit, I yeah. don't know. Um, but yeah, man, if you ever want to do an interview, I'm more than happy to tell you I all would, about uh, the, I would, yeah, the complexities we, of the gang. Yeah, we would it. love that. We would love to uh, talk about this uh, further with you and... Since uh, you know, since you know you you spend a lot. Of, oh, sorry about that. I had no idea. I had the <laughs> drum roll. Had the drum roll uh, queued up already, Mike. Did you hear that? Mm-hmm. Oh, that was a first. Uh, but yeah, I was gonna ask you there, uh, caller Mike from Arizona. I was gonna say, uh, sure. Mike. Um, since this is a Thursday night slow jam, I'm sure you you've heard. Uh, you you probably hear lots of AM radios out there, or it did at one time. And uh, the inmates were playing like slow jams because they were getting uh, requests from uh, the girlfriend. Musical requests. Uh, <laughs> did you hear that? Uh, I heard a lot of Art Bell, man. A lot of, a lot Art, of Art Bell. Bell. No, uh, no, slow, no slow jams. Uh, no slow jams. The, the thing about it in, inside the institutions is, it, so if you're giving it, you're not gay. But if you're taking it, then you're gay. So that's Ooh. the first philosophy that they have. The second thing is, is that <laughs> it, it is not like it is on TV or movies, it is very, very discreet, especially if you're associated with any type of gang or organized crime. Oh like you just don't go walking around and you know telling people about that shit. Yeah, and it's, uh, a, it's uh, just a matter of sexual uh, releasing sexual tension, so to speak. Sure. Right. You're doing what you got to do. They call it gay for the exactly. stay um, in, in the streets. Yeah, by yeah. The way. 
yeah, yeah, that's right. Gay for the stay. My God, my um, anal cavity is already hurting, Mike, listening to this uh, conversation. <laughs> Mine's all clenched up. Yeah, Mike's is all, Mike is uh, clenched up over there, ready to get a tongue uh, in there. Um, Mike, <laughs> Micah from Arizona, I do want to say, um, you know. Oh, don't I, hang up yet. Yeah, don't hang up yet. I, I was going to say, I thought we were going to be hearing a lot of like, you know, like a lot of this stuff where you're in, in prison there. Oh, yeah. You know, a lot of this kind of uh, talk going on. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. Could lay a woman down to this. That's right. But definitely not. But definitely don't want to hear that in prison, you know. Bubba will be laying you down. Prison. (laughs) No, you definitely don't want to be playing that. Yeah, you definitely don't want to hear that in uh, anyone's cell, by the way. But uh, yeah, this is a Thursday night slow jam night, by the way. I wish we could uh, play more music here. And, uh, you know, we will, we'll talk about a few different things here before we wind down. But, Mike, um, from Arizona, anything else you'd like to uh, add here before? I, I, I have oh, to Mike, add one Mike's thing. Got i got to answer a question. Go for it. Listen, you asked, you asked about the music. Um, I, think, I think the record label has like one or two albums available on Spotify. But if you really want the stuff, I would suggest going to the, to the MikeHideous.com uh, website. Okay, yeah, I'll definitely do that, man, because I, I really love that uh, Spice Society music you did. And and just real quick, that song that you always play on, on the start of your program, Michael, yeah. is, is there any little backstory maybe to that uh, that song? Is it about a dude maybe? Or, no, I'm just kidding. But uh, well, is, yeah. is, is, is there any kind of backstory? <laughs> that was great. Oh, wait, are you asking me? Yeah, yeah, I was totally joking, bro. I do want to know, know, though, I was going to joke back with you. That was funny. Yeah, he, he's asking the guy with uh, the tongue, the other man's tongue down his throat. Okay. Go ahead. All right. So, all right. I know what you're asking, but in all seriousness, yes, it's about two particular people that I know. Uh, I, I, you know, I don't even want to say the names, but there's two people who ended up becoming enemies of mine. And uh, so, yeah, the song is called uh, Where Are You Going? Um and yeah, it was written about two guys who who ended up screwing me over, and not in the literal sense, but you know, they 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 uh, backstabbed me, so to speak. Awesome. All right, gentlemen. So, well, that's again, always if, I appreciate if, if you, it. Hey, My, Michael, does my number show up on the ID there? Uh yes, I, I do see your have, name feel, here. Yeah, feel free to to reach out if you ever wanted to schedule something or know more. Oh or yeah, 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 yeah. I, I definitely will reach out to you. I do have your number here. I will save it. And uh, we'll, we'll definitely give you a call here and um, yeah, bring you on the program. I think that would be uh, quite a bit of fun. There, there's so much I want to ask you. But yeah, I, I definitely want to save that for a interview with you. I, I think it would be amazing, Mike. And again, I really do appreciate you for your service. And of course, thank you so much for yes. giving us a call here and sharing your time with us. And uh, we'll do it again, my friend. You got it. Semper Keep five. up the good fight, gentlemen. We'll thank you, brother. You All right. Take care. See ya. And there he goes. We love Mike from Arizona, by the way. Great man. A great, great guy. And uh, speaking of which, uh, Mike, I, I think we should uh, do this right now. Uh, I All think right. I think we are. Are you seeing the uh, chat room, by the way? I am. OK, well, matter of fact, let's see this uh, performance here. Back cave. Yeah, let's see your performance here, Mike. Let's... Oh, oh, I know what that is. OK. <laughs> Whoa, that's a little too low. Let me lower you. Whoa.
Yeah, by the way, that's Mike right there, you know, in his younger years, in his glory years with the band Spy Society 99. I had to pause it uh, just to give you boys the rundown of what we are looking at right here. And yes, isn't that great? Got Mike here uh, singing away, playing a great tune, Horror Biz, a cover from Horror Business from the great Misfits band, Old School. Uh, Mike, I, I love that copy, by the way. As you know, I played in a punk rock band. I played the bass, and, you know, I got down in the ska band. And we, we didn't have horns or any of that and any of that nonsense. It was just the upbeat, and, you know, I played the heavy sort of uh, dub bass, bass lines, you know, and I walked the bass. Yeah. I, did, I did it all, Mike. Very cool. I played bass like a black man, in other words. There you go. That's true. I did. I'm like a black man on the bass. It's true. Do you know the song that we covered, Horror Business? I, I'm not bragging. You're not bragging. But the um, the bass player for Danzig, Steve Zing. Ah, Steve Zing, right. Him and I had were talking one night at a club, and this was after I had gotten out of the Misfits, um, about a year or so later. And I had done a recording of that song. Yeah. And uh, in addition to having the, the a lot of the videos of my performances as the lead singer for the Misfits in, in Europe and South America, Steve said to me when they were talking, um, uh, when he was talking with Glenn, that they really dug my performance as the lead singer for the band. He said, if anybody had to be the lead singer, it should have been you. And that was coming from Glenn. Um, Amazing. And the other thing was when I sent Glenn a copy of the version, the version of, of Horror Business that yeah. Spy Society did, I was also honored that Glenn Danzig said it was probably the best version he had ever heard. So I'm very proud of that. Going back to it, Mike, let's let's continue. Oh, my God. 
my goodness, Mike, I really <laughs> love that one. Great tune, you know, great bass playing there. You did a, you know, a little bit of a blue scale there, walking the bass. Yeah. Great job. But it was a great song. You guys did a great job. Uh, that's Spy Society 99. Horbiz, by the way, ladies and gentlemen, a great, great band, of, uh, a relic of the past, in my opinion. We did a, we did a, a sort of a, a lounge version of uh, a Bauhaus song called huh. Lagatita Nick. Ooh. Song about, song about the devil. I like that. Yeah. Very uh, creepy. We like creepy stuff out here, by the way. We love the creepy stuff. And Mike, uh, you know, since we're talking about music, I wasn't going to bring this up, but I was listening to this random song I had never heard it before. I'm driving along and it's on the radio. And uh, the lyrics, uh, I'm like, what on earth am I listening to? This is, this was crazy. I, I thought, who on earth? But, you know, music was a lot different back in those days. So who was it? Back in uh, 1985. It was a, a band called Bad Boys Blue, I think. Oh, I never heard of them. Bad Boys Blue. Blue. Not at, like not like blowing a load, but like blue, like the Little color blue. Boy blue. Little Boy Blue. He needed the money. He needed the money. It, you know, oh. Mike, Mike, it was like, you know, I was watching you almost, and I was thinking about a dice and the, and the garden. You know, uh, you know, dice always talks about the garden. And I was thinking, Mike could have sell the garden too. I don't get it. Uh, Mike, uh, it, it's, um, you have to listen to Andrew Dice Clay in his interviews. Every interview, he's talking about the garden, and uh, he played there. I mean, every, every interview, it's about the garden in New York. Okay. Yes, uh, he's obsessed with the goddamn garden. And, uh, you know, looking at you up there, looking like Andrew Dice Clay, you know, I was just thinking, yeah, Mike could play the garden too. Um, but th that's, I digress. That's you think a, so? Well, who knows, Mike? Who the fuck knows? I don't know. It said it. I don't know, Mike. I'm just uh, saying, who knows? Uh, but Mike, yeah, Pretty Young Girl is the name of the song, and I did want to play that song for you from uh, way back in 1985. If I could find it, that is. I don't think I've ever heard of them. Maybe if I hear the song, I might. It's a pretty uh, disturbing song, to say the least. Is it? Yeah, you know, for the time, I I would have to think it's a little it's a little uneasy. It was okay. a little uneasy. Uh, but yeah, I, I think I found the song. I think I'll play that for you. And yeah, it was on uh, the radio, by the way. This is a uh, 1985, and again, right. the lyrics, Mike. The lyrics are rather disturbing. I I think this might be the song. I got a band for you. Wait, is this even them? This might not be it. No, that's not it. That's not it. That that's something else. Oh my okay. Oh my god, Mike. That is the song. Okay. Ooh. Can be frightening, that's true. But take me as your brother and your No. 
Oh, it gets bad right here. You're my girl and you're 16. Sounds like the Kiss song, Christine 19, 16. 1985, I mean, that's a little... Obviously, the person oh, who wrote that... that uh, yeah, obviously, the person I who wrote... That... Obviously, the person who wrote that was not a child, by the way. I got that beat. Kiss, 1970, 1977 or 78, put out the album Love Gun. And on the album, there's a song called Christine 16. Ooh. And prior to that, prior to that, wow. uh, Kiss's second album, uh, which was called Hotter Than Hell, there's a song called Going Blind, and in the in the lyrics of that song, Going Blind, it says he says, "I'm 93 and you're 16." Holy shit! <laughs> Good lord! Egyptian Ooh. princess, by the way, says back then 16 was mature, Mike. I suppose. I uh, I wouldn't go that far. Do you know like each oh, each they. state each state has its certain its own restrictions or shall i say its own law in reference to when a teenager is of age yeah. so in some some states it is 16 other states it's 18 right. other states it's 21 you know there you go Yeah, the problem though is, uh, Mike, you know, the, the, at 16, I get that, but uh, I'm sure they were going out with a lot of younger girls uh, than 16. Well, I mean, it happens, you know, you get all these groupies, you know, they're going to be a little bit younger than 16. That's true. I, so, I'll never forget know. the day I met a girl who told me she was 18. See what I mean? And I got her phone number, and later she tells me she's 13. Oh, my goodness. I said to her, I said, look, you're a real nice girl and all, but I do not want to get arrested. Call me when you're 18. You don't want to have Chris Hansen on your back there. That's true. <laughs> yes, there you go. Good guy. I, I almost, to this day, I almost feel like I was being set up. You probably were. We, we talked about this once before. And uh, I, I told you, it was a, it's a gig we played in Philadelphia. Yeah. And this, you know, beautiful young girl came up to me. I really thought she, like she said to me, I said, how old are you? She goes, 18. I'm like, okay. So I didn't feel so nervous. Right. At least I could talk to her and hang out. Yeah. So she gives me her phone number. She's like, oh, you know, give me a call. I'm like, all right. So I had to go to Philadelphia. Uh, I had to go shopping down in Philadelphia on 8th Street. Right. So I drove my motorcycle down there. I met her there. And she's like coming on to me. Like she's like holding my hand and grabbing me and, and. At that point, I still thought she was 18. Yeah. Again, I never touched her. I never kissed her. Right. I think I might have given her a peck on the cheek to say goodbye. Ah, that was it. He's a gentleman. He's a gentleman. He's yes. a gentleman. Okay. And then later on the telephone, she tells like, I'm like, are you sure you're 18? She goes, no, I have to be honest with you. I'm 13. I'm like, whoa. Damn. I'm out of here, kid. Goodbye. Wow. <laughs> I don't know, man. I'm just telling you, all these musicians with all these songs about underage girls. It's a little unsavory to me, and there's so many bands out there that have songs about underage girls. Uh, what about know. the song that was written back in what I believe was the 40s uh, about little girls? Uh, what's the lyrics? I, I love little girls. Um, 
I keep getting older and they keep getting younger. Like, I can't remember. Yeah. And this was, That's I mean, a this song? Was, yeah, this was back in, I, I believe it was either the 40s or the 50s. Holy hell. What were the lyrics to that? Um, that's, oh pretty, that's pretty dark. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think it was all in jest, but nevertheless, today, you know, it would be uh, trials for a court case. I mean, I, I mean, you do, you do have to remember, there, there's also people like um, the Red Hot Chili Peppers. Ironically enough, I mean, that guy was with a 14-year-old girl when he was like a decade older. The the lead singer, right, Anthony, Anthony Kiedis. something, yeah, yeah, dude. And did he go to court for that or anything? I don't know, but I mean, he's a piece of shit in my opinion. I never liked that band. I don't like them at all. I, I just think like everything about them is disgusting to me. By the way, I don't know what it is yeah, about. I, just, I don't know what it is about this man. Now I have it here. Oh my god. I think I have a problem with a band who plays naked and wears socks, socks over their around their penises. Yeah, I mean, right. wow, look at that picture. What? Look yeah, at look that. at that. It's like guy. a shark. It's like a shark's mouth. <laughs> I know. Look at that. <laughs> Imagine that guy deep throating you. Oh god! Oh. Look at the, the, like his teeth are like sharpened. Ah, ah. He looks like a shark. He looks like a demon. He, he looks look... like a cross between between Iggy Pop and a shark. Right. Uh, Donovan <laughs> says better than Blink One Eighty Two. Oh, anything's better than them. Ooh, Blink One Eighty Two is awful. I'm not sure if anyone, if anyone act, has actually like listened to them during like recording sessions, and that's when you could really get a feel for a band, um, if, or a singer rather. If if you hear them live, if you see a live performance, you could kind of, you could kind of tell if they got it or not, and if that's they right. re, if they rely on a good producer to help, you know, make your record sound tolerable. And uh, my, and my God, Mike, the guys that worked, the producer who worked on that Blink-182 album, they need to give that guy like a Grammy. They need to give him all kinds of awards for making that band sound anything tolerable. Uh, I mean, I've, I've heard the live uh, recording sessions, Mike, and it is an abortion, Mike. I felt like I felt like I was a part of that. Um, what's eating Gilbert Grape? That I felt like I was a part of that family <laughs> after watching that. I, I got to show you. I got to show you now, by the way, now that we're talking about music and all this shit, this is crazy. This is outrageous. But uh, yeah, if anybody wants to know more about, you know, Anthony Kiedis and his uh, sexual exploits with a 14 year old girls, uh, be my guest. But just look at this, this horrendous. Uh, wow. Look at this piece of shit here on the screen, Mike. He even has the whole pedophile mustache, too. The mustache. Yeah, I was going to say he looks like a cop. <laughs> He looks like a pedo ass. So Guilty. can you scroll down a little bit? The headline says, scroll down, uh, up, I should say, up, up, the other way, up, up. There you go. Did Anthony Kiedis sleep with a 14-year-old girl? So it was never confirmed? It says, unfortunately, the answer to this question is yes. Oh. In the mid-80s, in the mid-80s, when Red Hot Chili Peppers was, I guess their, their scene was, trying to make it in the rock scene, the band toured around the United States and slowly started gaining a fan base. When Anthony was 23 years old, 23 years young, he made a girl after one of their shows who he later found out was going to a Catholic school, Mike. Oh, yeah. Those Catholic girls. I can't tell you how many I've been involved with. 14 years old, though. And yeah, that's uh, the, he talks about it in the song uh, Scar Tissue. Ooh. So, uh, yeah, if you want to get into the details, I mean, I don't. I don't really want to read what, any more what, about this guy. What, is, what does that say? 14-year-old daughter of the 
chef, I can't see it, in bold letters, it says, 14 Chief of police, girl. yeah. No! After the show, she approached Ketis and confessed that she's the 14-year-old daughter of the chief of police. Oh, my God. And that they are looking for her in Louisiana after she's gone missing. Wow. I mean, it's bad enough that you get involved with an underage girl. Then she's got to be the daughter. It's so weird that you say this because the woman, the woman, the young girl that I just spoke to you about from Philadelphia, her father was a cop. Oh, my God. And that's when I that's when I thought I was being set up. So I was like, you know what? I got to go. Goodbye. We're done. See ya. Oh, my God. Yep. I'm just glad I am not a fan of any of these people. Not a fan. Not a fan. Uh, and Mike, let, let's go to the uh, Blink-182 thing really quickly here for you, um, just really fast, because, Mike, I'm telling you, this is the worst thing I've ever heard. I, I can't believe uh, this is uh, someone who would pass off as a professional like musician, like a singer of sorts. Who, Anthony? No, no, not Anthony. I'm, I'm talking about uh, Tom DeLong from Blink-182. Ah. Oh, my God, it is bad. I can't wait. Oh, all right. I got the video here for you. This is an old video from like 2003, by the way. Uh, but, you know, not much has uh, changed vocally or in terms of talent of uh, Blink-182 and its frontman, hmm. Tom DeLong. Uh, Mike, are you ready to hear uh, this abortion? Yes. And in the meantime, I'm going to send you something about a band that will blow your mind. It's going to blow my load. It's going to blow your mind. Oh, trust my God. Me. All right. Here we go, Mike. Oh, I think I have it muted. Yeah, I do. Here we go. Your thoughts, and all of a sudden there's an album, but it's really a lot of, you know, sitting in a chair, listening to playback, doing things over and over and over again until you get it right. How's that? <laughs> I think it's cool. Hello, one, two. Hey, test, one, two. Silence. Silence don't mean a thing. Silence. Silence Ugh. don't mean a thing. You know what recording is like? Recording is like doing this. That's for four months in a row. Way. Oh, one more time, motherfucker, in the wind. So you're right. <laughs> you're out of key. Silence don't mean a thing. Oh play God. faster. Play floor. This it sounds ugly. It's a horrible melody. Oh, what the f*** am I singing? It sounds like the devil came in through my butt and came out my mouth. Silence! Oh, absolutely. Uh, I'm not feeling any of the f*** that I'm doing. No more, Mike. No more. Jesus Christ. Get rid of yeah. it. You know, in in the oh mid in the mid nineties, <sighs> when acoustic uh, performances were were a thing, yeah, and MTV did their uh, MTV Unplugged, right. we were asked for the first time in nineteen ninety four to do an acoustic set, which we had never done before, and it, it was at that point when I learned how bad we were as a band. I, I shouldn't say how bad we were. But how unpolished, unpolished you, are. you are. Yeah, I mean, it, it's a it's a major difference when you go into a recording studio and all of you guys are in a small cramped up room. You got your amps and all that and you guys start playing and everything is isolated and you could hear everything. And that's uh, you could tell when something's not really um, connecting subsonically. Mm -hmm. Oh, you know yeah, what exactly what I'm talking about. Track yeah. By, yeah, because mm -hmm. you do every track by track. Everything is done separately so you right. can record the best possible version of that song that you're doing. But when we started doing our songs acoustically, I began to understand, wait, th this 
you know, it's not being done right. That's because with all the distortion and the loud drums and the, you know, the, the volume, yeah. you can't always make out the individual notes of a song. So if, as you said before, uh, you can really pick out quality talent through an acoustic version of a song than opposed to a high decibel distorted guitar sound, you know, with a lot of distortion and cymbals. Right. You know, punk rock is a little bit different than classic rock. A lot different. A whole lot different. You don't even have to be a good singer to be in a punk rock band, obviously. In most cases, yes. Yeah, you could you could be like Tom DeLonge. Which is, as I said, which is why after I did the first acoustic set for my band, that's when I became more of a tyrant and started to really come down on my musicians and be like, we got to get, we got to get better. Yeah, get better, I mean. Uh, but uh, to their credit, though, Blink-182, you know, they uh, made millions upon millions of dollars. They did. You know, much they respect, did. much respect to those guys. You know, they, they, they really, uh, they really did well for themselves, obviously, but... I wouldn't exactly say they are the best musicians uh, by any stretch of the means. By any stretch of means, and yeah, obviously. But again, some people like that sort of music. Obviously, me and you, uh, it's not for us. And uh, It's not. It's not for us. It's for kids. But then you, you think about it, and you're like, you know, the, the guy you just saw singing, by the way, Tom DeLonge there, so out of key, just the worst singer of all. You know, that's like a, that was a fully grown man right there and then during 2003 and he's seen for kids that are like not even high school like that's where the bands uh that that's that's a demographic by the way just young kids Mm -hmm. don't you think that's a little weird to be a fully grown adult now and your audience are a bunch of like little kids i'll tell you why it's a a little it's a little weird it's all i'm saying it's a little let me me explain let me explain when kiss when kiss uh started to top the charts and sell mad records and get platinum records and gold records and blah, blah, blah. And they were touring around the world and just selling all types of merchandise. Their primary target for sales were kids. And they, I mean, they had me sold. I I was buying all kinds of kiss stuff when I was a kid, you know, as well as, as well as my friends that that were young who liked kiss. So that's what I'm talking about. I mean, the the whole music business is unsavory is what I'm getting at. And Right. You know who it's run by, by the way, Mike. Ooh. And, and, and when, when. Oh, you know who it's run by. That's, it is true. It is true. But uh, what I was going to say is uh, there are certain bands whose demographic are kids, and that's yeah. what they, they sell to. Gross. You know? I'm just proud that I don't have a bunch of little kids that look up to me or listen to this program. Thank God. That's right. And, that, and that is Keith Hanna, yes, I was in the Kiss Army. As a matter of fact, to this day, oh I have my Kiss Army uh, document, my 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 official document as a member, hanging in a in a in a uh, frame on my wall with the autographs of Paul Stanley, Ace Frehley. I'm sorry, Paul Stanley, Gene Simmons, and Peter Chris. My my my, and uh, you sent me something, a Nig Heist, love in your mouth. That, <laughs> snort my load it's called well this one's called love in your mouth when you open up that link you'll see stuff in the wikipedia i believe uh hope i hopefully i sent you the right one that band the the album name the album is called snort my load <laughs> snort my load that sounds like uh something out of japan <laughs> you i mean michael i'm gonna 
provided I have these songs on CD, Good I don't Lord. know if I do. Yeah. I have to send you. There's a couple of songs. Oh my God. One of them. One of them's called Surf Broad. Surf Broad. <laughs> and uh, another one's called um, You've Got a Tight Little Pussy. You Got a Tight Pussy. Snort My Load. It's a classic. It's uh, from. I mean, it's from Israel. Pornographic music, but it's hilarious. Um, I, I discovered that band in 1985. Are they from Israel? No, they're from California. That's even LA, worse. That's even worse. Yeah. That's a red flag already. <laughs> if they're from my neck of the woods, I apologize. Um, we screwed up majorly. Whoa. Whoa. A lot of anger. You want me, but you never give me a chance. Is it just trust? Is it love or lust? When I try to get inside your hands, I put my love in yo. Whoa. Yo, man, I put my love in yo. I love in yo. Put my uh, love in your mouth. Put my load in your mouth. My God. Wow, that's pretty crazy. And do you see the cover? Do you see the cover of the of the album that I just told you about? Yeah, I see the cover. I can't put that up here on the screen, by the way. No, I know, but do you, you see how sick that is, right? It's a, it's a very young girl, yes. Yeah. It's like a, a marionette with a young girl doing an obscene thing. That that was the album Jesus cover Christ. Oy that vey. I bought. In 1985, and and uh, to this day, I still I think it's hilarious. Uh, the the album is hilarious. Band was completely untalented. They are out of their minds. They were out of their minds. Definitely yes. JWs, no doubt. A hundred percent. I mean, that subject matter for sure screams of Israel, in my opinion. You think so? Oh, I know so. Oh, that's where that comes from. That's where all that comes from. Holy <laughs> shit. Woo. My oh, goodness. Yes, it's uh, Micah. Time has uh, really flown on by here. Uh, Indeed. I, I can't believe how fast uh, this time went on by here. You know, we didn't even get a, talk, uh, a chance to talk about uh, Matthew Perry. You know, nothing oh. really uh, new came out, actually. You know, they, they brought out a death certificate, but they didn't really uh, give any details out. So that's kind of a waste of time, uh, of in my opinion. I mean, that wasn't really uh, that cool to talk about, in my opinion, but. You know, he was also like good friends with some porn star, which is a little weird. You know, Matthew Perry was uh, following this 22-year-old um, Kylie Rocket on Instagram. She's like Kylie this, uh, Rocket. Kylie Rocket. She's like this uh, porno girl. And, oh, there you go. Uh, yeah, I guess uh, you know he was uh, trying to bang this uh, broad here. And uh, look at this, Mike. You know, do you blame him? I mean, can't I mean a big star like them? He, he couldn't find a, a non a normal, porn, a yeah, porno. yeah, yeah. That's I another mean, thing. He would should've... you sleep with a porn actress? I know I wouldn't. Not really. I mean, that's uh, not. Yeah, no, no. I mean, that's that's a whole um, can of worms, in my opinion. But um, obviously, Matthew Perry, a bit of a junkie. That's what we learned. He Is that what he was? I didn't realize. Yeah, that. he had. He was in and out of uh, rehab, that sort of thing. He's dealt with drugs and depression. Uh, blah, blah, you know, all the same bullshit that uh, celebrities go through, things that I don't care about, in my opinion. Uh, but yeah, he was uh, very much involved. Well, I don't know if he was involved with her. There's speculations, but yeah, he seemed pretty close to this uh, 22-year-old girl, Kylie Rocky. Look at her. Yeah, I'll say Living she's life. a beautiful girl. She is beautiful, but I'm sorry. But once you step into that, that realm You're of... You're tainted. Yeah. 
in my opinion. I'm sorry to say it. It's just uh, me. It's true. I mean, you're you're a very lovely woman, but now oh, you look, whoa, are whoa, whoa, tainted. Go back. Go back. Go back. Go back where? To that where? picture of of uh, Matthew, the one above the, the chicks. You mean this one? Yeah. Look at his neck. He's got no neck. He's got no neck. What happened to that neck? <laughs> it goes right down to his chest. How do I make this bigger? Yeah, look at that. Well, where is his neck? You're right, Mike. Wow. <laughs> he looks like, I don't even, like a like a pelican. <laughs> Ooh, he does. Look at that. Oh, do some exercise, man. Damn. He is. He was looking a little rough there. But yeah, a, a, a druggy, you know, um, once famous, not so famous anymore. Kind of dead now. Kind of, yeah, he's kind of dead now. His career has been dead. <laughs> and um yeah i mean matthew perry there you go he was also uh selling a lot of uh, merchandise too using the oh, whole friends boy. uh thing uh it, it was, what was uh, he hard up for money well i don't know that's the thing I, I don't exactly know what's going on here but he was uh you know on cameo he was a merch store he's like i'm va i'm vaccinated i couldn't be any more vaxxed oh my he was one of these guys and now look at him he's and dead he was... <laughs> there you go hey now he look was, at him you're dead was he single divorced yeah he was single and you know he didn't really have friends ironically you know you're on a show called friends and you don't even have friends <laughs> i was thinking the same thing i'm like damn what a it's true what an ironic situation it is i mean all these <laughs> it's funny because you know when someone like a celebrity dies you know like the the co the people that you know you made a movie or a tv show the other actors they they go, they come out of the woodwork and they're like, we're sad. We're, I can't believe it. And it's like, all hindsight. Uh, it, yeah, that's all BS. You already knew he was a junkie and you didn't want to be his friend then, but now you want to be his friend after he's uh, underground. Oh yeah. Yeah. I hear that all the time. I, I, I can't stand that. I it's try phony. so hard with people that I know to make them understand it's important to stay connected Yeah. Through, throughout your life with your friends and or family. But so many people get distracted with their own you know caught up in their own life and they lose connection with their friends or family and then they you know somebody dies and they're like oh i should have stayed in contact with them too late now yeah, bullshit and, and by the way do you see that sweater could i be more me i mean could i be more what dead <laughs> what do you mean matthew so with that sweater could i be more me you mean dead uh, no i'm alive <laughs> i'm still alive i'm not a junkie he's not undead he is uh Dead as shit, by the way. Dead, dead as a doorknob. Dead as, yeah. Dead as a doorknob. And um, rotting Cold in hell right now, Mike, by the way. Ooh. He's rotting like most, in hell. Like most Hollywood actors. Exactly. <laughs> Don't give me this, uh, no, he's a human being. No. He's a very famous celebrity, which means he's what, hardly human. What, wasn't the funny thing about Friends being filmed, wasn't it filmed in, like, L.A.? I believe it was. And Supposed to take place in New York. In New York, right? <laughs> like, why yeah. did you shoot in New York? <laughs> That's Hollywood no, for they, you. They had a they had to build a set to make <laughs> it look like New York. <laughs> yeah, pathetic, right? Hollywood, um... like like and, and, like how many scenes do you see in Hollywood of of like one hundred ten pound chicks fighting, you know, monsters and big m militia guys, right? And they're taking them down. I'm like, okay. I've, I've not, I don't get me wrong. There's some strong chicks out there that can break my neck, but I've never seen any woman that weighs a hundred <laughs> pound who wears high heels, right. you know, jump, jumping off a building with an M16 strapped to her back and a, and a Bowie knife in her, in her belt. And she 
jumps on his guy and she kills him. Yeah, I can't suspend right. this belief that much. <laughs> exactly. I mean, yeah. come on. Come on, man. Come on, man. Come on. Come on, man. Come on, man. That's a little gay. That's what he says, by the now, way. Now, Donovan says Melrose Place was filmed in Canada. I believe he's right, isn't he? No, no, no really? Right. No. No, Melrose Place was in L.A., was it not? That's what I thought. Filmed in L.A., I thought so, too. Yeah, it sounds like a lie. I think Donovan is messing with us. I think Donovan is uh, smoking uh, heroin. I think Donovan has his finger in somebody. He probably does. <laughs> you know, it's weird because a lot of people actually engage in uh, sexual uh, behavior, by the way, when they listen to this program. Didn't somebody once call in and say they yeah. used to have sex listening to your show absolutely i mean i get that all the time <laughs> do you really yeah <laughs> i don't know if that's a compliment or just plain i don't weird. know i don't know i think it's a little bit of both i mean it's a compliment i, I think that's great i think you could listen to me on marvin gay and all the other uh slow jams you know i could uh deliver the goods for you the, and, the women you and barry white me and barry white uh, but yeah we both serve a purpose and uh this program uh, has helped People get laid, and uh, you know, I brought people to. I brought people together. Uh, people have actually gotten married because of me. A Is that I, so? Right, something I don't even talk about here. I don't want to brag, but <laughs> but you know, I played Cupid a couple times. I've uh, you know, I made some connections uh, with for people out there to love each other. You know, it's all about uh, making a connection, and I've helped people um, connect. And life is great. And uh, yeah, my uh, Mike. I was going to say, yeah. a lot of people are banging away to this program. They, they're doing, you know, they, they do, they're doing drugs, they're drinking, they're having sex. They're doing all kinds of crazy things while this program is on. And I appreciate that 100%. I, 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 um, I'm all about it. I'm so glad all of you are enjoying the program and you're allowed to do whatever you want. As long as you're not killing your neighbor. Precisely. Like the janitor. <laughs> Okay, can you even imagine that he even said that? Uh, that was a that was a very tense call. What was that all about? He really wanted to kill that neighbor, by the way. Yeah, I mean, I can understand his frustration, but obviously, like you and I both said, you can't act on such impulses. No, not at all. I mean, you, again, you could justify anything you want in your head. I've seen a lot of crazy-ass people do it. Uh, a lot of a mental, mentally imbalanced people try to connect all kinds of dots and uh, say all kinds of wild shit to you. But pe people are nuts, you know? The, the mind will believe whatever the mind wants to believe. And uh, hopefully our friend out there does not act on any of these uh, thoughts or impulses. I was going to tell him, you know, your thoughts are not your own. Uh, you know, you're going to be like this guy. Michael Deacon knows how to hurt me. He pretends to be my friend behind the scene. But he's doxed me. He talks shit about me constantly. He tells me the things that the voices in my head used to tell me. Yeah, a lot of people have uh, said that. That I tell them that uh, I, I say the same things that the voices say to them. I've had all kinds That's... of people tell me things like that. And I think, wow, you are... Whew, you're very special, aren't you? That's, uh, that's interesting. That's a very interesting... You learn a lot here. You learn a lot about the human mind doing this program. You really do, Mike. It's a, it's a wonderful thing. And I am very proud of this program, by the way. I serve a higher purpose, I realized. Uh, this program means a lot to a lot of different people out there. And uh, believe me, if I ever am killed, there will be 
There'd be lots of uh, lots of problems for you, by the way. Lots of uh, people watch over me. You know, if you harm so. you harm me, yeah, you'll be dead. By the way, and that's a promise, not by my hands, but by the other people who um, watch and guard over me. Let's put it that way. Uh, so, Micah, all is well. I'm glad you're here, Mike. I'm glad you're happy. You weren't sad. You weren't crying tonight. Uh, you were you you weren't even crying or complaining about anything. And Mike. I'm so happy that uh, now you are in a better mood. You're not. Oh no 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 no! no. I'm not in a better mood. Yeah, you are. You're a lot happier I'm, I'm, now. I'm just. I'm. We're, I mean, You're we're happy. not talking about all the sad things that there are out there to talk about. I know. I um. I did my best to get you away from that, Micah. You did. Help and thank you. Help your mind away from the noise. And you know what, Michael? I'm kind of really glad you did that because I needed a break from all the the depressing, sad. I think you did things that are going on in the world so yes thank you and i tried my best to get you away from there and i am glad i did my job so mike once again i do want to uh thank you for being a part of the program go ahead and plug away before we uh cut you loose here <clears throat> all right well first and foremost thank you michael for having me on as your co-host you know i always love doing the show with you secondly thank you uh to everyone who listened to the show tonight everyone who called in and everyone who might be listening to the podcast. Thank you very much for your support. Um, if you're interested in my book, King of an Empire to the Shoes of a Misfit, you can get it exclusively and only exclusively at MikeHideous.com in the shop section. Uh, it makes great Christmas present as well as a Thanksgiving present. Um, so yeah, and, 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 and you know what? It's not, you don't have to be a fan of me or the misfits or any of my music that I've done in the past to understand this book. There are people that have, have read this book and call it what they termed it as the Bible of rock and roll, because it talks about the, the, the steps and I'm taking the steps to get to the higher level of music. So if you're interested in the book, remember, it's not just about me. It's a story about rock and roll. So, um, yeah, get that if you can. Uh, limited edition copies available at MikeHideous.com. And last but not least, um, you can also get some of my T-shirts, my artwork uh, available as well on um, MikeHideous.com. And finally, social media, uh, Facebook.com slash HideousMike. And that's it. Thank you, everyone. I had a great time oh, as my. usual. And thank you for making me happy, Mike. Yeah. I'm glad I can make make you happy, Mike. I make lots of people happy every day by doing this program. And I also make people cry by doing this program. That and, you do. Ah, uh, Yeah, I love that. As long as they're crying, <laughs> I know I'm doing it right. There you go. Hell yes. Once again, Mike, thank you so much for uh, being a part of the program. I will talk to you on the other side. All right, buddy. I'll talk to you soon, all right? And enjoy Nick Heist. You got it. Stay black, Mike. I will. Hell yes, my nigga. Uh, later, Jutalian. You got it. Stay black. Take care. <laughs> Bye. And there he goes, boys and girls. That was the Black Talion, Mike Hideous. Holy hell. That was uh, incredible, right? I really uh, appreciated that one so much. It was a great time. I'm glad all of you uh, caught that one. Uh, yes, I had to uh, take uh, Mike's, Mike's mind away from all the uh, noise out there, all the noise pollution. Yes, it was a great show. Uh, I'm glad I entertained all of you out there. I had fun. I hope you had a ball as well. And uh, once again, if you want to help help the program in any way, please go to michaeldeacon.com and uh, buy some merchandise or join us on Patreon, patreon.com forward slash michaeldeacon 
or right here on YouTube. You don't even have to leave, by the way. You could just sign up, become a member, and uh, all those episodes will be there for you. I'm going to slowly start uploading them. And there's so many episodes I got to convert into video and do all this sort of jazz just for you. But yes, if you want to help the program in any way, financially, sponsor anything, go to michaeldeacon.com. All the details will be there or under the description below. Uh, there will be a PayPal link. Uh, Creative says Mike is a victim of propaganda. Yes, we all need a break from the news every now and then, but we did talk a little bit about the news, but in a fun way. Regardless, we will do this again on the other side. I'll be there, here live and direct, possibly. Um, maybe this weekend I'll, I'll do a show. But we do have a pre-recorded show of uh, Brad Olson. And, uh, you know, I really apologize. I wish I could have done that one live, but time is never on our side. Once again, go to michaeldeacon.com for all the information that you need. michaeldeacon.com And uh, once again, boys and girls, always... A honor and pleasure to do the program. I will see you again on the other side. And with that said, the world is a mysterious place. And life itself is a mystery. Until next time, mahalo. We're not dead, just heavily sedated. By the way we dress, got the stars stuck in our eyes American, in debt to the veteran So much is there, some change for the man with cardboard in his hands And I love you more than life As if you couldn't guess, but every whisper and that was meaningless And my dear, you are the bow And I'm a clown shot in this ring to entertain you Go quit your chops We're all dead quite true But it's no easy thing When I have never meant a thing to you Frustrated with a thirst for unknown blood, got the warm gun at our side. Mother, I fear what's between their ears. For their bodies take its track while the mind takes it all back. And I love you more than life, as if you couldn't guess. But every whisper and that was meaningless And my dear, you are a bow And I'm a clown shot in this ring to entertain you Go quit your chops We'll all be dead quite soon It's no easy thing When I have never meant a thing to you As if you couldn't guess But every whisper and caress That 